This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Oh, interventions. You'll pull a tear every every episode. Holy cow. Yeah, but how boring it is. <laughs> no, it's... See, I... And I think I told you this, Martin. Anytime, like, the words that can cut through me when it comes from a parental figure is, uh, I'm disappointed. Mm. And there are times where you see this knucklehead kid <laughs> and you just see the parent like, I've tried to help you a hundred times. And they're just giving them a look like you're driving me into the grave. Mm. Just please stop what you're doing. And you could just see it all in the parent's eyes. And that just effing kills me every time. It's just like, oh, my God, just stabs you right in the heart. Is that like when I read Batman? Um, hmm. 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 Uh, (laughs) The best way I could equate it is when I recommend All-Star Superman over and over again, and then somebody else recommends it, and then you read it a week after they recommend it. Wait, let, so let's let's do this, okay? <laughs> it wasn't just anybody that recommended it. Okay, whatever. Okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> Next time I'll have John Byrne get on and say, hey, you know what you might like? Right, like Alpha Flight. Remember when I drew that? Oh, Alpha sure. Flight. I miss awesome. Alpha Flight. Yeah, I totally miss Alpha Flight. That isn't one of the books that they've like recreated and re-released in the last few years, is it? I don't think they've done that since like late two thousands, right? Oh, that's even more recent than I remember. I thought they had some of the characters show up in like an Avengers type offshoot. I could swear they had some of the characters, like Sasquatch shows up. Mm. But I know they had the the marriage. That uh, so I'm looking at it now. Uh, volume three was 2004. Volume four was 2011. Oh my gosh! Hmm. When during wait, year itself? Wait, when did um? Didn't, go ahead. I, I I could swear that the last person that touched Alpha Flight wasn't it Fred Van Lente? No, really. I could swear it's somebody like that. It might be Greg Pak. I think possible. Possible. I gotta. Uh, I gotta go to the interwebs now because I'm. I gotta find out. Hmm. Go ahead, Aaron. Sorry. To no, I. I was gonna ask when. Um. When did North Star come out? That was like early '90s, mid '90s. Uh, yeah, it was early, like '93, four. Oh, okay, I, I think about a year or so, maybe two years after that, is when I sort of fell off with with what was going on with them. So I'm anything after that is totally new to me. Hmm. Oh, You're 2000- right, dude. It was Ben, ben Lenti did there Volume Four. There you go. Hmm. Co-written with Greg Pak. Oh wow! wow. Holy mackerel. nailed them both. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Thirteen years old. Boom! <laughs> Holy Christ! <laughs> Sometimes that's frightening. Like uh, Ross was sh- was sending me Marvel two in one covers today, mm-hmm. and it was just such a like. There are covers that are ingrained <laughs> in my head. There's a I think it's a Perez Avengers cover that has Taskmaster on it. Mm. Oh shoot! I guess we should introduce this podcast. <laughs> well, I think you should introduce it. It's this, this podcast. I was Why? Say, we this, don't. To be honest, we don't really. That 
that we don't really introduce it anymore. In the Marvel. <laughs> uh, see, see, they they learned. They finally learned how to podcast, Nick. They don't do introductions anymore. Yeah, uh, we just sort of go into it, and and then afterwards we just apologize. Aaron, I'll send you uh, show guidelines that the <laughs> Legion Network has set up for 2017. <laughs> Please read them over. Sign it when you get it done. And main guideline is there Thank is you. no mention of uh, host names or podcast name until after the outro music. Oh my gosh! It, it's okay. also there's a good possibility if it's me and Mike recording that neither of us remember the Twitter handle for the show. <laughs> <laughs> I always get stumped with the. Uh, or send us an email at, and it's like, I hate to say it, like, mine is the easiest one to remember. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone else's is like, uh, who knows, it might be a Gmail, like, ours is pretty easy. Pretty yes. simple. Pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> and I always stumble on that one. Well, you guys have easy Twitter names, too, because it's your actual names. Yes, thank you. So you think. Like, like, well, mine's easy. Ronnie's got the stupid one. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. He's got to have all those numbers in it. Because he likes Stone Cold Steve Austin. Give the guy a break. I know. Right. I love Ronnie. He likes not... wearing. He likes wearing leather vests. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make fun of Ronnie in his own podcast. That's terrible. And he drinks like 150 beers when he gets home from work. Does he? No. I'm just he making stuff to. up. He I'd be impressed. To. Ronnie's been reading a lot of comics. A lot of comics. Mm-hmm. He's almost run out of comics to read. He has. Wow. <laughs> Nick, oh we uh, so Paul, Paul and I recorded uh, comics in black and white nice. with uh, talking about Rachel Rising. Don't even know what that is. Don't bother. That's okay. You find out. You shut your mouth. You freaking <laughs> hater. <laughs> hater. I'm gonna call you, you Daryl Taylor Jr. <laughs> oh my God. But I'm not so friends wish. with Terry Moore. <laughs> no, you're not. Um, anyway, so we recorded that and we're talking about it in our uh, Facebook chat and on Twitter. And Ronnie's like, "Oh, I'm going to read that." He read the entire series. It's like forty-two, 42. yeah, in like a day. <laughs> oh yeah, and then I tweeted, "What are you even taught?" Like he showed a picture, and I'm like, "I don't even know what this is. What are you talking about?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not your kind of book, Nick. I will tell you that. I read the first volume. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, you did say that. That's right. Yeah, I liked it. I just never went back to my library to get the other volume. God, it's so good. Because mm. unlike Ronnie, I could send him uh, six long boxes right now. And just, there you go, buddy. You mm-hmm. don't have anything to read? Here's six long boxes. Enjoy. Yeah, he's been asking for suggestions for stuff all day. And we've been throwing out suggestions for him. He has read every <laughs> single one. <laughs> oh my god we're like oh how about this 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 series has 170 oh yeah I read that well, what about this one oh uh, yeah I read that one too like well forget it I'm not giving you any more suggestions you read it every- mm-hmm. yeah that's frustrating <laughs> at least for me that that's a little frustrating and you know what and yet he's too busy to come on his own podcast very busy well, I mean I'm he's been working a, is there a wrestling pay-per-view on right now <laughs> no in his defense no, he, he's been he's working like 14 hour days no that's a lie he's watching the golden globes <laughs> that jimmy fallon he is adorable <laughs> ronnie decided he hates dc comics <gasps> and he's no longer gonna read them what yeah no. this it's podcast so. is uh it, the, the title's changing 
at to Aspen re- rebirthically? No, it's just going to be the uh, the air and happy hour. Ooh. All I'm going to do is talk about Defiant Comics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God, my my wife just posted a picture of me recording. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is this has become meta. I'm going to <laughs> tag you guys on Facebook. <laughs> so, if you had to choose. Which would your favorite warrior of plasm be? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I mean, what were their names? There was uh, Lorca, right? I don't even Lorca remember. Was one, dude. and that's the only one I remember. <laughs> Lorca was uh, like the the ruler person, right? Yeah, Lorca something <laughs> something with a oh, oh, oh something. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. It's been a long time. I've never read any Defiance, so... <laughs> yeah, you're, you're probably much better off. Yeah, you are much better off. They did what, would, like, six books? Like, six I, issues? Of but that I, one? I no, there was, like, podcast of it. 12 No, 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 13? I mean, like, all together. No. Like, the whole line. No? Uh, I'm looking this up right now. Defiant Comics. How many titles were there? All right, so... There what, were, like, seven Warriors or eight. Of Plasma, Warriors of Plasma had at least six issues. I think it had, like, 12 or 13. Really? That many? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was All a right, lot. Here we go. Yeah, I got it. Dark Dominion, Good Guys, Warriors of Plasm, Charlemagne, Dogs of War, Prudence and Caution, War Dancer. And then One Shots, they had Birth of Defiant, Glory, Great Grimax, The the Origin of Defiant, and Splatterball. I bet Splatterball sounds like a fantastic book. I think War Dancer was n- not the worst. I don't remember it being good. <laughs> <laughs> That's glowing. <laughs> Oh. oh, who did that? That was was that Alan Weiss did that? Uh, yeah, Alan Weiss. Yeah, that one was not atrocious. <laughs> See, the only ones I read were uh, Dark Dominion, um, Wars of Plasm. I think I might have read a couple Charlemagne issues, but I don't remember. It. I'm pretty sure I did. I don't remember it either. When was Defiant? Like ninety four. 90... It was right after... 93. Early 93, yep. And they were gone by 95. And I had those trading cards, too. I think they had some in uh, Wizard Magazine. I miss Wizard Magazine. Me too. So do I. It was the best. So do I. It would get my hopes up when I would flip to the back and see all my, like, super old X-Men comics or, like, $200, $300 a piece in crappy condition. It's like, yes, I'm going to be so rich. I'm rich, bitch. Didn't, didn't hey, work out. Hey, Mark. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, Nick. Let, uh, let Heather know that I shared her photo. It was fantastic. Oh, lovely. Oh, yeah, I see you commented adorable on it. <laughs> you are. Look at it you. Sh- it should have been totes adorbs. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. You see my box of wine there at the ready? Yeah. No, I just saw the blanket, and that was enough for me to share. Oh, no, yeah, so that's not my blanket, by the way. Let's just make uh, this sure. clear. Are you sure? sure? sure. The blanket and those me, comfy Spider-Man pajama pants? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Notice I'm wearing uh, Marvel PJs. But, uh. I couldn't get past the blanket. <laughs> So, I'll go, so I'll go back and study that later. So, so let me tell you the story. So my mother-in-law bought this blanket for my wife for Christmas. And my wife's like, what the fuck? Looks super comfortable. So she re-gifted it to her oldest daughter. Oh. This Christmas? Yes. No. 
I would totally understand it if it's like, Heather, you're a freshman in college. You know, you like all the hippy-dippy stuff, so I'm going to get you a fleece blanket. That Mm -hmm. looks super warm and comfortable. I don't care what it looks like. Hey, listen to that Dave Matthews. You love him. (laughs) I love Dave Matthews. Whatever. I do. Don't knock on my Dave Matthews. Nope. (laughs) I will. Anyways... Yes. Hey, let's oh, get so these yeah. ants marching into DC rebirthically. What do you think? What is that? What's rebirthically? Oh, come on. Come on, both of you. Did you read this any is, DC books the, yet? This is the All-Star Rebirth cast, okay? Oh! I like it. Wow. All-Star Rebirth cast, episode one. Nick, have well, you read any everybody. Rebirth? I'm just going <laughs> to keep interrupting you, Martin. Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Aaron, have you recorded with me and Nick before? Yeah, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. That's uh, right. Over uh, movie trailers and on. stuff. Movie, yeah. Yes. San yes. Diego yes. Comic Con movie trailers. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I've done the Nerdy Legion podcast without Nick as <gasps> well. That's right, what? you have. What? Yeah. I think you were busy, maybe working. You on me. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it was working. <laughs> Oh, let's talk about some DC Comics. Yeah, you know what comic was awesome this week? DC hmm. means to find comics, by the way. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. What was awesome? You don't want to start at the worst? No, because there was only one awesome. Actually, no, there's maybe like three. I don't know. There's one definite awesome. But yeah, go ahead. What's the awesome? I would say Aquaman. What? Are you, are you up on Aquaman? I am. That book keeps getting better and better, man. That book does keep getting better, but is that really the best of the week? No. You thought that, no, you no, thought no, that no. was the best of the week? No, I said it was awesome. Oh, okay, just awesome. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. No, that's fair. Uh, yeah, it's really good. Nick, I'm, you know, Nick. I think he would like Nick. it. I, I know you like to read trades, Nick. Yes. But I think there's a couple books that you should try to read as they come sure. out. Sure. Yeah. Sounds and I good. think I think Aquaman is one of those books, Nick. Yeah. Who's and who's the creative team? Pay no attention to the first like four issues being sort of meh. No. What? It, you are crazy. Oh please. Don't. It was the first two issues that were meh. No, it took longer than that. No way, dude. You're crazy. Well, I, uh, wait. I, I are was, you counting the, the rebirth special? Um. Oh yeah, I guess you're right count that and then it's at least two or three ish- issues before Black Manta gets like taken away in cuffs yeah that's fair that's fair and then after that it got much better that's fair you're really I'll, selling I'll me on it no yeah, no, no, no seriously though <laughs> <laughs> since like issue three or four every single issue has gotten better than the one before it yes 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 totally totally it's uh Abnet by the way Nick oh, oh yeah 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 Oh, ho, ho. okay. He is rocking it, dude. He's doing that. He's doing Titans. He's doing another book, isn't he? Um, I thought he was doing three. Now I don't remember. Maybe it's just Titans and Aquaman. And what issue are you talking about? This is Aquaman 14. Wow. Yes. It's almost been a year and a half, and they haven't gone back to number one yet. No, it's no. been six months, Nick. What? They, yeah, they're doing, they're doing bi-weekly. Oh yeah, the the well, main still, books. They got up to fourteen. That's <laughs> Way to go! That is impressive for Aquaman. And who's who's uh, drawing it? 
Um, issue uh, David 14. Walker was doing it. Who's doing the new one? Um, I'm looking to see who the art was on this one. It was... I need creative. Uh, oh, Philippe. Brion's. Yeah. yeah. Philippe oh. Brion's. Okay. The... Uh, yeah, this was this was an interesting issue. By the way, at first I was like, "This can't be serious." The Aquamarines. Oh yeah, that Ooh. is the worst name for a team. But uh, but they're like human shark hybrids. So what else would you yeah, call yeah. them? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was cool. And they yes. make some sweet cologne. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yeah, so Orca was on this, and Great White, and uh, I don't know, a bunch of other ones, weird ones. Yeah, the guy who wants uh, to be Cthulhu, but he's not quite. Yeah, yeah, the guy that wants to be Cthulhu. I don't like this great white, though. Okay. Uh, maybe because I'm used to, like, the, the original gangster great white. I can you see that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I can see that. The guy I... that, by the way, other than Catwoman, the only other non-crazy person to be uh, assigned to Arkham. I don't know if you knew this. I did not know that. Yeah. He actually went crazy because instead of sending him to Blackgate, they sent him to Arkham because uh, he paid off the officials uh-huh. to not go to Blackgate, and uh, Arkham experimented on him. That's why he went crazy. Anyways, stupid Arkham. Arkham. Yeah, I don't. I don't like this uh, Great White, but it works fine for the story, I guess. Yeah, my my only complaint was that they seemed to get defeated a little too easy. Yeah, but. I mean, I guess they're trying to progress the story along a little quicker, so that's probably why. But yeah, I, that, that's fine. But it just like I'm not gonna I'm not complaining because the book is really good. Yeah. But I I kind of want to get over this whole thing of the U.S. versus Atlantis and Nemo being the third party. Well, I mean, the way the book ended, he's finally confronting Manta and Nemo, so. It'll come to a head soon. Right. right. You know, I, I was saying, the thing I didn't like is how the last few issues, it was like Superman would show up and be like, hey, the government wants to talk. They don't like what you're doing. He's like, oh, okay, this is what's going on. And Superman would be like, oh, all right, I understand. I'll go tell people. And then something else happens. And then Superman comes back and he's like, uh, they want to talk. They don't like what's going on. He's like, well, let me explain again. And then the next time, it's like the whole Justice League shows up. And you're like, well, all right, come on. At some point, aren't they just going to be like, listen, Arthur knows what he's doing. You know, let's just leave it at that and trust him for a change instead of mm-hmm. every other issue having a fight with him in a hospital or somewhere. Yeah, and you don't think it's weird that uh, Nemo is setting up... So Nemo's developed some kind of tech to imitate Aquaman's powers, right? Yes. And they're setting it off all up and down the coast. And then now they're setting it off in China and wherever else. Yeah, all around the world. Like, surely, <laughs> if they if they send the Aquamarines to Atlantis... To kill Aquaman, surely they know that Aquaman is not doing this. No, because it, it mimics his power perfectly. Yes, but if he's in Atlantis, no, because the Aquamarines are going there to kill him. But he's so that strong; means he's nowhere else. He's so strong from Atlantis, he can attack China. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Comics. Know about that. I don't know about that. Look, I, look, I get it suspension of disbelief that's fine so that's why i'm not like completely upset about it um but i I don't know it seems to me like if i was some kind of military leader i would do my research and pretty quickly i would realize ah he's not doing this shit yeah you know maybe he's not lying about nemo doing it 
And like nobody believes him, right? So even the council, the war leaders in Atlantis, they're like, yeah, whatever. There's no such thing as Nemo. Yep. And then that's when the Echo Of course. Like, I don't yeah. know. No, no. But I, it was cool. That, that the book is fun, though. It's fun as hell. Yeah, it. I think... Let's see. How can I describe it to Nick? It is like political sabotage and intrigue. I yeah, guess. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Nick. You will really, really dig it. Um, it's not quite as deep as Imperium, uh, but it's got a lot of those same elements. But it, instead of being as deep as Imperium, it's got Aquaman and the Justice League. Right, yeah. I don't expect uh, books to be that, that deep as Imperium. Mm-hmm. Or even like God and Country. Like that that really takes espionage to like a whole different level. Mm-hmm. But if it even comes close to like Checkmate, I, I would be really happy. Like I liked the intrigue of that. I liked the structure of that. And to be honest with you, like Aquamarines, I understand that you don't like them. But I sort of like like Hardcore from Valiant. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not that I don't like it, Nick. I just think the name is stupid. I I completely understand that. <laughs> okay. But I'm just saying, like, even like hard hardcore, like even that is sort of for it, it scratches that itch of like a police procedural type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I dig that, like a military procedural. Right. So if that's sort of where they're headed, I I'll be all on board, especially since Justice League's in it. Yeah. No, I gotcha. I gotcha. And I mean, like, there's another Marine team with a stupid name, right? The Armarines. Like, I, I love the Armarines, uh-huh. but, like, they call them that because they're Marines in armor. Like, that's dumb. Uh-huh. You know? And these are underwater Marines, so they're Aquamarines. Like, that's dumb. Uh-huh. You know? But I'm not hating you. Like, it, it was fine. Um, yeah. And the, the theme of the characters fits because they're going to Atlantis, and, you know, they need to be able to breathe underwater. I get it. I get it. They got but, a lot uh, to live up to because the last time I read. Uh, an Aquaman story. It was drawn by uh, Paul Pietiter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I always stumble over his name, but I love his art. So, yeah. And is the first is the first uh, Aquaman art was that Jimenez, Oscar Jimenez that drew that drew it? No, I thought it was David Walker. Okay, okay. Wasn't it? I I don't remember I don't off know. the top of my head. Just asking. I'm looking right now. Uh, yeah, Walker. Okay. So yeah, but it's a good yeah, book. It's a really, really fun book. I'm uh, I'm extremely surprised how much I'm digging Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, especially with the start. That mm-hmm. I thought yeah. I thought it was gonna just drag and be kind of a yeah. I guess I'll read it because it's Aquaman, but I won't enjoy it kind of thing. Yep. But it's it's been really good. Well, you know, and props to Ronnie, because from the beginning, Ronnie loved it. And we're like, ha you like yeah, Aquaman, he, he was the only one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he was right. Yeah. He was right. Yeah, I guess he so, saw something yeah. in it we didn't. Hey, Abnet did, uh, it sounds like he did for the ocean what he did for Marvel Space and the Cosmic. So mm. I'm all on board. He did, um, he's writing Earth 2 Society also, right? Is that the other book he was doing? That might be it. Ooh. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. I'm surprised it's still around. Yeah, I uh, I thought it was wrapping up, but then new issues keep coming out, so I yeah, have no idea. Out. I figured with uh, Rebirth they were going to cancel it, but they kept going, and I guess, I don't know. Yeah, there there are a few books like that that just keep putting out issues, and I'm like, I thought they were ending this stuff. 
Yeah. Um, what is it? Isn't isn't Constantine still coming out? And they have Hellblazer too. No, Constantine ended. I think. What What is it? Oh, Doctor Fate. Doctor Fate's still coming out. Yeah. Or just it ended, was maybe. Um, but there was another one of those magic books that was coming out, and I was like, "Huh, that's kind of weird." I don't remember. I don't know. I, it doesn't matter. I say that about Harley Quinn every month, but <coughs> she still keeps coming out. Well, you know, I, I like Harley and Suicide Squad, so I hop back on the Suicide Squad bandwagon, Aaron. Okay. Um, just because of the uh, the Justice League Suicide Squad crossover, I, I'm two issues behind on that crossover. Okay. I so, I was not too into the first one, so I'm just gonna really? wait. Yeah, I'm gonna wait until it's all out and just power through it. So I thought the first one was really good. Um, I'm really digging the the whole thing. Okay. Uh, some of the stuff that's happening is a little odd. Um, I read three this morning, issue three. Um, but it's really interesting the setup that they've. I, mean, I don't want to ruin the book for you. You really should just go read it. I, I will. I got three more weeks, and I'll read it. And uh, it, But I think you'll be fine. Yeah, what is it? Six issues, right? Yep. Yeah, I think you'll be fine reading it all together um, because not a whole lot happens with each issue. Okay. Uh, so I think kind of doing the trade waiting thing, you'll be okay for the six. Yeah, um, I mean... But although it seems like they maybe shouldn't have called it J Justice League Suicide Squad because um, they're not really fighting. Oh, well, that stinks. Hmm. Yeah. that Like, the thing with that, for me, I, I've been enjoying the Suicide Squad series, and the Justice League versus Suicide Squad, the first issue, felt more like the old Suicide Squad books that I didn't really like, and not as much as this newer version. Mm-hmm. So it kind of... I mean, it didn't really turn me off, but it just, like, it didn't drag draw me in. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, the only thing that was weird for me was um, I think it was in the in this last issue. Uh, maybe it was in two. Um, Killer Frost kind of decides the battle between the two teams. Okay. Uh, and my assumption my assumption to that is she's going to be in Justice League of America. Yeah, I think right? so. With Ad- it's going to be Adam, Vixen, Killer Frost, and who else? Um. Uh... I don't remember. It was a weird lineup. Yeah, it was a really weird lineup. Um, so my assumption is that they want to maybe make her a little more powerful. Okay. For that team. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm going to spoil it for you. Just just be on the lookout for it. She she takes Superman down. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Can you really? No. Okay. And it's not only that she takes Superman down, but the way she takes him down, I was like, whoa. Where did this come from? Uh, you know, they're, they're giving... Uh, I don't want to... I'm just going to leave it there, okay? For anybody that's read it, they'll know what I'm talking about. Um, but I really don't want to spoil it anymore for you. Um, but yeah, she seems yeah. a little a little overpowered, and I don't know how I feel about that. Um, but I'm not... I'm not upset about it, and I think it, it's worked out fairly well, at least in terms of the way the story is, is going. So. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Is that brand new, that, that she's overpowered? I mean, from what I remember, I don't remember her having these powers. Okay. Um, I, like I said, I don't... 
I don't want to ruin it for Aaron, so I don't want to, you know. Well, you know my opinion on that. But yes, the I... comic has only been out for what three weeks? Yeah, right. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a yeah. weekly thing. It's a weekly book. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize it was it's... weekly, either. That like the first one either. came out, and then the next week number two was out, and I was like, uh, "Did that one just come out last week, or was it two weeks ago?" I thought it was like a biweekly thing, but mm-hmm. I guess to fit it in with the Justice League stuff that they're kind of crossing over with, right? Uh, I don't know. Oh, I found the roster I'll... for the Justice League of America. It's Batman, which is awesome. Black Canary, Killer Frost, The Ray, Vixen, The Atom, and Lobo. There you uh, go. I was like, wow. yeah, it's like a really weird Dang. grouping. <laughs> but it's Steve Orlando writing it, and I have faith in him, so. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. That's... Mm. Yeah, and I think Ivan Rice that is doing pull... the art, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah. would pull me in more than Aquaman, just hearing his name. Really yeah. interesting. Yeah, even though I don't like Lobo at all. <laughs> well, it it looks like this is not the weird New Fifty Two Lobo. <laughs> that no, it, it looks not. like it's, it's the older one again. Yeah, it's the old one. It's the one they're using in the event in the crossover. Oh yeah, yeah. the nineties Lobo. Yeah. Pass. Oh, <laughs> Nick. I I could go through that list of people and I could at least remove two people off that list. But even just putting the Ray on. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was... Uh, go ahead. No, I was just... Uh, I'm impressed they got uh, Steve Orlando on it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he, yeah Steve Orlando's fun. awesome. He's been doing a lot yeah. of stuff for them. Yeah, yeah. what he do? Didn't he do the, um, he the did Adam one-shot? Didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah, he, Midnighter, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's writing Which, Supergirl. I'm behind on Midnighter and Apollo but I do want to catch up on that. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I know. That's why I'm pissed off that I haven't read it. <laughs> I would expect that to be good, but Aaron, tell me about Supergirl. Uh, how, how is his Supergirl? You, you don't want me to tell you about Supergirl. Really? I'm not oh. I'm not the one to sell you on that book because I've dropped that book. Dang it, because Midnighter, I thought his relationship building was really fun. Midnighter and Apollo is fantastic. Mm-hmm. That book is really, really good. Supergirl. My problem with Supergirl is this: the TV show is mm-hmm. it, it's too teen drama e for me. That's that it that yeah. it's not just Supergirl doing awesome stuff like mm-hmm. having a red lantern ring and being all angry and beating people up. <laughs> I don't um, want that. No. But the comic seems to be more in that style of, like, the show. It's really... It's more... I I don't want to say teeny bopper. It is. No, you can say that. It's... it's, But, yeah. It's young young. Yeah, young adult. And it's... I think that sounds great. I mean, maybe that's for you, you know? But for me, it's... It's not what I wanted in a Supergirl book. So I'm sort of just letting it go by the wayside, and I'll, I'll read the trade when the first arc is completed and see what happens uh, i'm i'm uber excited that sounds fantastic yeah i mean there's pl- there's plenty of people that that punch holes through walls 
Like, I, I like a character who can do that, but guess what? We're focusing on a relationship, or we're focusing on this demographic. I think that's neat. You know, I I like that they are trying to give books to different groups of people. You know, like, the people who read Supergirl aren't going to be the same people who are reading Detective Comics. You know, like, they're, they're not going to market it to the same group of people, I should say. No. And it's it's good that it's out there because hopefully it draws people in and then eventually they become the people who will read, you know, more stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's from I, I read a lot of it and I there are a few titles that are just not not for me, so I can just kinda of put them aside and be like, let other people enjoy it and I will just pretend that Harley Quinn does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> totally understandable. Well, but so, some of it's weird though, right? So Orlando's doing the Midnighter book, which is violent. Yeah. And then he does the Supergirl, Supergirl book, which is the complete opposite. Yeah. I, I will disagree with Midnighter, at least the trades. The trade or trades that I read. You're talking about the last series that came out? Yeah, just Midnighter, uh, right? Yes. Yeah, just Midnighter. Okay. You yeah. think it's violent? I thought it was violent, but he kept taking his boyfriends from going through the uh what was it the 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 energy wall whatever the heck it was Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. have like alone and quiet time with them you know what i'm saying like everything like almost every issue there was like some dating scenario that he was trying to engage in Mm. yeah i don't think it was i don't think it was balls to the wall like the boys it wasn't just violence for violence sake Mm. yeah i guess you're right i guess there was a there was a great relationship in that book but it wasn't quite CW, though. Oh, no. Uh, but And you could see the turn a mile away. I could see sure, it right. two, two issues before it happened. Right, right. Which really pissed me off. It's like, why can't you just... <laughs> why can't you find a relationship? I don't, even, I don't even care that it's love. Just, like, go out on a date. Who Like, I don't want that person to turn evil. Mm-hmm. That That's the thing with uh, when I'm watching Flash. It, it's like... Does every character need superpowers? No. Will every character by the end of season five have superpowers? Yes. Like, <laughs> well, I, the thing that bothers me more about that show is that every single person knows everybody's secret identities. Yes. Right. It's like each issue. It's like, hey, by the way, I'm the Flash. Nice to meet you. You know, I'm also Barry yep. Allen. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah ridiculous. Oh, that always pisses me off about that show. Every time a new character is introduced, okay, let's go have dinner at at the at, at the at, at dad's house so we can tell this new person that I'm the Flash. <laughs> yep. It's like, no, you're a superhero. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, but Steve's doing the uh, the Adam one shot. Oh yeah. America, Ooh, so good. Which Adam? The so Adam. It's, a, it's it's the Adam, but there's a new Adam. Yes. Okay. Okay. So Ray, Ray Palmer's in it. He's a professor, um, but they awesome. have they have a new kid that he's been like training. Ryan yes. Choi. Yeah, Ryan. Something. Yes, that's what I was hoping for. Yeah. So I mean, in some ways, it's kind of like the Blue Beetle stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, except I want to read it. Yeah, this was way better than Blue Beetle. Yeah. A- at least this for I I enjoyed the first Blue Beetle, the Rebirth one shot too. But I okay. I have more faith in Steve Orlando writing. I think I, yeah. I don't even remember well, who does the Blue Beetle. Well, once Blue Beetle got going, isn't it? Uh, isn't Giffen doing it or somebody? Might be. 
Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So I think uh, once the series got going, it just didn't excite me as much because I really liked the one shot, the Beat- Blue Beetle uh, Rebirth. Yeah, number one. But I'm just not digging the uh, the <laughs> ongoing. Yeah, Keith Giffen and Scott Collins. Right. There you go. But this uh, Adam Rebirth special was really, really cool. Yeah, I, uh, I wasn't sure what to think when, when they announced it, because I've never I've never been, like, a huge fan. Mm-hmm. But this one, it definitely, right from the start, it had me interested in seeing what was happening, and it kept my interest through the whole issue, and I'm, I'm very excited to see where it goes. Yeah. So, Nick, so I try to give this analogy to the guys on our Facebook chat, but they don't know what I'm talking about. Have you heard of the game... A story about my uncle. Uh, yeah. Okay, so that's kind of what the premise of this book is. Oh. So Ray, okay. Ray is has been teaching Ryan. Okay, Ryan's one of his students, mm-hmm. and they've been kind of going on adventures together. And sh- he's showing him the tech, and Ryan's really good at figuring out like how to get Palmer out of certain situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of a sudden he goes missing because he's stuck in this like micro universe and so that happened, Ryan, that happened before rebirth yeah i thought this looked familiar yeah absolutely like he stumbled like uh ryan Choi. i thought went to palmer's uh like secret room that he wasn't allowed to go in and he found all of the shrinking tech and that's how he like went and tried to find him right well here he kind of they've been working together but i do so, so he doesn't stumble on it i he's love very this, familiar with the tech i love this student teacher angle this is awesome okay mm-hmm. well not just that like the fact that they're going to be stuck in this micro universe mm-hmm. is going to make some really cool pages yeah you know because you can bring in all these crazy like monster looking things just mm-hmm. like tiny bacteria or whatever you know yeah Absolutely. It's going to be awesome. There's some frightening images out there. Yeah. <laughs> Look at those micro images. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like whatever it's that, it's... that mantis shrimp or whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was great. So, yeah, so that's how that's how Ray Palmer realizes that, that Choi is ready to be the Atom, kind of. Because mm-hmm. um, he's fighting this shrimp, and, uh, and Choi's like, hey, why don't you just use your regular mass, like, Regain your mass to your full body size, but stay small, so you'll be as dense as like a dwarf star. And then just punch him. <laughs> and Palmer's like, "Yes, that's <laughs> super genius. Yeah, like that's exactly what I'm gonna do." Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was so really when cool. so well done. It's said that this is spinning out of the Justice League versus Suicide Squad. Yeah, and I, I'm not sure how because I haven't seen him in that crossover. Yeah, I I don't know either. It's it seems like from they're doing four one shots, like Steve Orlando is writing them. I think Jody Hauser's co-writing a couple of them with him. I think the Vixen one, and maybe the Killer Frost one. The Killer Frost one, yeah. Oh, neat. Um, okay. But those four are coming out, and then there's going to be the Justice League of America Rebirth one shot. And then the series is starting, I think. So, I, yeah, I, is that in February? It's starting or March? I don't even remember. It's got to be March, right? Because they still have three more issues. Uh, oh yeah, the the crossover. Well, I mean, it's still early in January. And they still have three of the JLA one. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's got to be March. Um. Oh, you know what? 
I'm looking right now, and the, all the one shots, it looks like there's one a week in January. Huh. <clears throat> and are they all like two ninety nine? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's a good price point. Yeah. What's the? Fourth? I'm telling you, dude. The that's Ray that's is the fourth. smartest thing. The smartest thing that DC has done is those two ninety nine books. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because mm-hmm. even at uh, even at twice a month, I mean that's still it's only a dollar more. A dollar, yeah, it's a dollar more than what Marvel's doing. Yeah, and you're getting right, five ninety nine books, and you're getting how many extra pages too? Yeah, I mean you're getting sure. two, basically two comics yeah. for a dollar more than one. Right. Mm-hmm. Super wow. smart. Yeah. Super smart. Wow, wow, wow. They should uh, see Marvel should learn, dude, because now they're not going to do the digital codes anymore. They oh, aren't. really? Oh, you didn't see that. No. Yeah, they're not doing. They're not going to give you digital codes for uh, when you buy a physical copy. I was ready to start buying physical copies just so I could have the digital code and give away the comic. No. So what they're going to do is Dang they're going to they're going to rotate a different digital comic every week. I think. Oh, get out of here! So no matter what you buy that week, you're only going to get this one comic. That's a, uh, that. That's so kind of silly. Sudden, so this week will be Moon Knight. Next week will be Daredevil. Right. Oh, that stinks. Yeah, and I, from I, I have to look at the press release again, but I don't think it's even like stuff that's coming out that week. Really? Yeah. So it's not even stickered at the back, and you peel off the sticker and put in the code. Well, no, no you still have that. Okay. But you're but you're not getting an issue of a book that's coming out that week. Wow. Yeah. So, like, for people, like, there's people that maybe buy a digital code from one of their friends or just happen to get it for free or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, that's not going to happen anymore. Hmm. If you want to read the book, you either buy a physical copy or you buy a digital copy. Or, and that's uh, like it. me, I'll wait for the library to get a copy and then I will read it for free. Yeah, or, you know, you wait three years because it's Marvel. <laughs> Yeah, it. Wow, that is really ass. Like I could see Valiant doing that, like a small publisher, rotating a uh, digital code. Mm-hmm. But Marvel, that means you're getting one. It pretty much one issue of Moon Knight if they're going to rotate it through all of the line. Mm-hmm. One issue of Moon, a digital code for Moon Knight once a year because <laughs> they have fifty comic books out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That doesn't even include all of the extras, all the events. All, if they do annuals, oh my god! Oh, what? Oh, that's hmm. okay. Make mine DC, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. So, for example, if all right, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. So, in February, the digital code will give you Civil War two number zero. Okay, riddle me this, Batman. Does that mean that digital code is on every one of their comics that they're putting yes, out? That is yes. what it sounds like. Okay, now I might have to take my disappointment and take a step back. If I... The reason I'm buying a physical copy should be because I want to read this comic. Correct. Now you're giving me an extra code where I can be sampling comic books every month because I'm buying a Marvel comic book. Uh, it's somewhat correct. Um, so the quote, where is it? 
All right. According to the company, beginning February 1st, Marvel fans who purchase Marvel Universe titles at their local retailer will receive a digital code. God, even Forbes has terrible editors. <laughs> will receive a digital code that unlocks existing moments in the Marvel Universe they may have missed in the past. Moments? So okay. that's so. Huh. In February, it will be Civil War Zero to promote Civil War Two collection on sale that month. Then each week, new bonus digital codes available only in your local comic shop will offer fans additional pathways into the Marvel Universe, promote Marvel monthly trades, and create repeat retail customers and Marvel readers for life. So I guess whatever the hot trade of the month is, they're going to have some kind of digital comic that promotes that. Just think, though, Nick. Now you can have, like, 75 digital copies of Civil War Zero. Yes! <laughs> Just what I want. Hey, hey, Martin, <laughs> this, isn't, uh, this isn't a Nerdy Legion episode, correct? It is not. All right, you got to stop fucking around <laughs> with yanking me back and forth. <laughs> I didn't like this initially, and then I looked at it from a different perspective that I'm getting Civil War Zero even though I didn't buy it. And now I get a sample something. And now you tell me exactly what Forbes said? This sounds like, hey guys, remember when uh, Scott killed uh, his girlfriend Jean Grey? Here, let me show you a panel of that. Yeah, yeah that's from this issue. <laughs> guys, you might want to go to Marvel Unlimited and pick up your subscription to that. Oh yeah, my matter of fact, that's, you. that's what we were talking about on Twitter, because um, I think Rob made a comment to Daryl, because, you know, Daryl gets a lot of codes. Yeah. Um, and so we started talking, with, I think it was Mike, Rob, Daryl, and I. Uh, and I mean, really, the best thing to do is just to spend the money on Marvel Unlimited. Yeah, next you sale, I'll be, I'll be grabbing that for sure. Yeah, I think Daryl said for the year, it's like 60 bucks. Yeah, well, uh, it's what is it? It's ten dollars a month, or they do it's, those sales for the whole year, right? Yeah, right. it's it's ten bucks a month, and then if you do that, you get the second month free. Okay. So I mean, it comes out to like a hundred bucks a year. Uh, but I remember Paul and I did it when it was on sale. I think it was like fifty bucks for a year. Yeah, I could swear it was like fifty nine because yeah. Paul <laughs> Paul tried to get me on, and I was like, Nah, that's okay. And then all of a sudden, I realized, Oh my god, on Comicsology, I'm buying. <laughs> 80 issues a month. What the hell am I doing? Just a marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. Not anymore. And then you uh, gotta wait six months, but you know what? Their trades take a decade yeah. to come out, so it's fine. Uh, absolutely. I mean, even I thought Ronnie said, yeah, you're waiting six months, and I'm like, Ronnie, I'm waiting eight months for the trade, so mm-hmm. six yeah. months, I feel like I'm up. Right. Can we, let's get off of Marvel Unlimited. F Marvel. <laughs> uh, this is a nerdy legion. Fuck Marvel by giving me special moments. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Remember when Magneto took Wolverine's claws and bent the claws back? Oh my god. Here's the panel Here's before the that. Exactly. Here's a panel. That's what you're getting. You're getting three pages. Oh mm. my god. But think about how but, great those pages are going to be. Those are sweet. And they're free because you have a code. Don't forget. Yep. They're free. You can't complain about free, Nick. How dare you? I'll go back to my second thought, (laughs) my second perspective of 
I'm buying a Moon Knight issue, and now here I am getting a Daredevil issue code for that. No, nope, not getting that, Nick. That would have been a great way to peruse an extra title and like, oh, maybe I'll pick that one up now. Nope. Because if you're buying the physical copy, there's still a little part of you that you want to own all of this stuff. Just right. having a digital copy is not like owning it. Right. So if I read a digital copy, in my head it's like, eh, I'm going to buy that. Like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, like, listen up, all the other publishers should be doing digital codes in their comic books. Maybe not for an entire issue, but like all of the extra stuff that Valiant does with like the progress and the comments of the colorist or artist. Oh yeah, and the prestige the prestige comics. Mm. Yes. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. why that isn't put in. I mean you could take off like the last five pages of your Valiant and just put in a digital code and let people go and do it. Because guess what? That's going to send so many more people, and that will drive revenue. Because guess what? Uh, 10,000 people downloaded this progress code. So you can sell that to whatever sponsors and advertisers you have. Mm. Like, you don't, like, DC could be doing that. It's insane that they're not doing special offers. I thought the uh, augmented camera that Marvel did for a good couple years, that app. When it worked, it was spotty. It only worked 10, 15% of the time. But when it actually worked, it was pretty freaking phenomenal that you can scan a page and then on your phone, um, I think I did it with like Avengers versus X-Men. Like on your phone, you will get the pencils of it and then you'll have, it was either a like editor or the artist talking about the process of them drawing that page. Mm. It's like, that's the stuff that, guess what, if you want to keep the price point at $4.99, $5.99, but you throw in stuff like that, like making of, or like behind-the-scenes commentary through an app, that, at least it gives you extra benefit. Mm-hmm. But taking away digital code, I, I don't know, that's so bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> so bizarre. Uh, Sorry no, for the w- tangent. No, no, you're fine. I did have, just to sort of swing it back to Rupert, I I wanted to ask you, uh, before leaving these one-shots, is Dixon, does she have the same voice that she did back in the day? Uh, or have they fleshed out that character a little bit more? Her book hasn't come out yet, so I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought maybe... I think, I think hers might be the next one. Squad. Okay. Yeah, hers okay. should be the next one. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, I guess since we're on one shots, can we talk about uh, Captain Adam? Didn't we talk Ooh. about Captain Adam? Didn't know. We talked about the Justice League Adam, the Adam rebirth one shot. I'm talking about the oh uh, yeah the rise and fall of Captain Adam. See, that's what I was telling you in the chat earlier, dude. There were way too many characters with the name Adam. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? You know what? Um, yes. You didn't read it, did you? No, I totally spaced it. <laughs> oh, man. It is really good. Martin, tell me about it, because I like Captain Yeah, no, t- you go right ahead. <laughs> I, I have it so, sitting right here, and I just never read it. <laughs> <laughs> so, from my understanding, it's a six-issue mini... 
bringing Captain Adam back to the DC Universe. Um, I don't want to talk too much about it because I haven't read a whole lot of Captain Adam. Granted, there hasn't been a whole lot of Captain Adam. Um, but what they're trying to do is kind of retell his origin. Okay. Which has been done in pretty much every series he's been in. Um, but bring it into the context of DC Rebirth. So, you know, he's got his powers that he's gained, uh, but he can't control them. Okay, he's sick. And... This makes so he, much more sense to me now. What? Sorry, uh, the talk you were having with the, the timeline, with the dates and stuff. Yes! And I read the Justice League <laughs> Captain Adam book, and I'm like, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Oh, I'm like, there's there's no weird that. timeline something. I'm like, I got nothing. I completely, <laughs> yeah, no, I I completely spaced on this book. Or no, it's called <laughs> The Fall and the Rise. The Fall and Rise, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyways, he, he's sick, and so he can't control his uh, essence, whatever. Um, and that's kind of always been his thing, right? Like, he can't really control his powers. Uh, they kind of control him. So he, like, blinks in and out of time. Like, he just randomly explodes. Um, all kinds of weird stuff. There was actually, Nick, since you, uh, since you and I share a, a love for Wildstorm, uh, there, there was a, a mini published by Wildstorm with Captain Adam in it. What? Yeah. I think it was like eight or nine issues. I can't remember what it's called, but I'm sure you can find it if you Google like Captain Adam Wallstorm. The last uh, Captain Adam I read was the uh, New 52, the JT Kroll. Yeah, so version. so that is that is somewhat similar to this, uh, except this is better. Um, but anyways, I'll get to that in a second. So he 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 has this issue where he blinks like out of existence, right? Oh. Um, and part of the reason I started reading a lot of Watchmen today, um, which I, I didn't count how many books I read, but I th- from what I can see on the Facebook chat, I must have read like 50 or 60 comics at least today. Um, so the reason I started rereading a lot of the Watchmen stuff was after reading this book. Because um, apparently Alan Moore used Captain Adam as inspiration for um, Manhattan, Dr. Manhattan. Uh, which I I totally got like I started reading this I was like this this seems a lot like Doctor Manhattan so I went back and that's why I was posting those pictures of uh, the JMS um, Doctor Manhattan miniseries yeah which by the way if you guys haven't read that holy but Jesus it's been a while it's amazing anyway so in this book uh, Captain Adam like loses control and like blinks in and out of existence. Um, mm. And that's where all the time stuff comes into play. See, Aaron, how are we supposed to talk about these books if you don't read them? T- talk about it. That's fine. Um, so the story is kind of told in reverse chronological order. Okay, Because he starts out at the base in Kansas where he's kept. Um, and as the story progresses, you see the timing jump backwards in time. Uh, so you learn the whole story of why it is that he's gotten sick and why he's at this base and ready to explode. Um, and as it turns out, like, he's kind of flying around and, uh, 
he comes up to a ship, and the ship's about to capsize. And his powers are a little wonky, but he thinks he can turn the water into jello, pretty much. Because uh, that's his power, right? Like, he can manipulate atoms. Okay? Um, like the strong force in, in, in different atoms. And so he's going to turn water into jello so the ship won't capsize and sink. Um, and so, of course, this is happening. Like, the Justice League is tracking him because there's, like, many atomic explosions happening. Right? Because that's kind of how his powers are based. Um, his atoms are constantly in, like, a weird flux of being in control and out of control. So he's pretty much, like, always exploding and, like, recombobulating himself. Um, and so the Justice League are tracking this. And so Cyborg and uh, Hal Jordan and Superman show up. And try to kind of contain him. And they can't contain him because he's got so much power. And he destroys the city pretty much. Um, as they're taken into Kansas. And they don't believe him at first. So they have to call the doctor that's in charge of uh, keeping him in check uh, at the military base. And he explains to the Justice League what the deal is. So that leads that to help him. Um, but like I said, he loses control and like blows his whole city up. Um, and that's kind of... I guess the tragedy of Captain Adam because he can't really control himself. Right. Um, which I mean, I, I've seen him in like Justice League Unlimited, and he was in the other one, the the Suicide Squad Justice League movie. Um, I can't remember what that one was called. But uh, so he was in those, and I don't remember any of that stuff showing up in those animated movies. Um, but I did go back and reread some of the, his first series in the eighties. Um, and a lot of that gets explained there. But anyway, the way it's told is really interesting. Um, and I didn't catch the time thing until the end of the book. Because at the end, after he explodes, it, it goes back to the first page, kind of. So back to the present. Right. And he explodes. And so they think he's dead. But he's not dead. He's. It seems like he's gone back to 1994. Oh. Okay. Um, so it's really interesting the way it's done. And so when when I saw that, like I didn't catch it at first. I was like, eh, and, and there's a newspaper on the bottom, and I was like, wait a second, pretty sure that says 1994. So I went back and I started looking at the the timestamps on it, and I realized that it was kind of told in weird chronological order. Uh, and that's when Mike and I, Mike, I don't know if you caught that on Twitter. Mike and I yeah. were talking a little bit about it. Yeah, that's. Um, I was reading. I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. I'm like, Adam did not have <laughs> any of this. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's it's really really interesting, and the art in it Captain, looks really good too. Yeah, the kid, the art, the art was great. Um, Captain Adams like one of those characters where you're like, um, I don't know, I just never felt any attraction to it. It just seemed like a cheesy character, um, and I guess the, they got him from uh, Charlton, right? He was one of the Charlton characters. Sounds, Pretty sure. Sounds right. Pretty sure. Um, and wasn't, cool. he, wasn't he used in, like, uh, one of the DC Glee uh, crossovers? Um, I think he popped into Final Crisis. That sounds wasn't he in there? right. Yeah, because I he, liked how he was sort of revamped and really, really became more military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it like was very order driven, which yeah, it, it, I really it, liked. It couldn't have been Final Crisis because that's newer. It had a maybe not something after Infinite Crisis, maybe or Identity Crisis. Um, I, I'm pretty sure he did pop in there. And the, the cool thing is, by the way, the book starts in 2013. Um, so it starts kind of uh, around the time of the uh, the rebirth book that he had. Okay. Because um, he had a 12 issue series when uh, not rebirth new 52. New to him out. So this would have happened, I'm assuming, at the end of that series. Because um, it starts in 2013 and it ends in 94. Um, and I think another cool tidbit is the, the team that's doing this book was the team that launched the first series in the 80s. Oh. Uh, really? Bates and Weiss- yeah, Bates and Weissman. Oh, okay. I was going to say, not the artist. The no, artist Will, Will Conrad did the art on it. Right, yeah, yeah. 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 Which Will Will Conrad did one of my favorite uh, Milligan Stormwatch issues. Mm, Yeah. That issue zero. Yeah. Mm. That was huge. Yeah. So so yeah. It was it was very interesting. I'm I'm really looking forward to see how this book develops, Um, especially now that. You know, I think since, since Rebirth launched, I've been waiting for this Watchmen connection. Yeah. Uh, and the more, like, now that they're doing all this weird stuff, I'm seeing, like, more and more connections that I haven't hadn't realized before. Uh, yeah. Like, I went, I went on a crazy tangent today. I posted it on, on our Facebook uh, chat. Like, I started reading Multiversity, and I read that Society of Superhe- Superheroes, I think it was. Um, and the Adams in it, the original Adam, not the new Adam. Okay. Uh, the Golden Age Adam. And I went on this like crazy Google thing, dude. Like <laughs> with the history of the Adam. Like there are so many characters like that. Um, and the only reason I did that is because it's like it's more like a Golden Age story the way that it's told. Um, and the Adam there looks. To me, at least, like a mix of um, Osterman and Doctor Manhattan, like the face of Doctor Manhattan and the body of his pre-Doctor Manhattan self. You know, uh, it was really weird. I was like, "Huh, that's kind of interesting." So I started going through like all these blue characters, pretty much, because um, they all have not quite as powerful as as Manhattan, but they all have like this atomic power thing um, and that original Adam even has the same symbol on his forehead as uh, Dr. Manhattan does so I thought mm. that was cool that's why I said that I wanted to read all this Golden Age stuff um, especially after reading that multiversity crap right. not crap it was really good so no it was um, but just the way that it's told and the <coughs> art has that like Golden Age Silver Age feel which I really dig so hmm a puppy feel, let's say. But uh, yeah, so that's Captain Adam. Captain Adam is actually my uh, in my top three of the week, by the way. Well, it is in my doesn't qualify list because I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just kind of skimmed through it as you were talking, and it, it looks good. I'm going to go back and read it later. Mm-hmm. After your description, uh, I might not be jumping on the Aquaman train, but I'm I think I might actually have to subscribe to this one. 
Only well, six issues. Is, yeah, it's only six issues. I know, I know, but I only have to buy one issue instead of 14. Mm-hmm. And I liked, you know me, I love time loops and I love anything playing with chronological time. So, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and I love Will Conrad, to be honest with you. So, yeah, <laughs> the, the art him, looks, it, the art is really terrific in this book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. And I did look up the Wild Storm, Captain Adam Armageddon, and you really that's it. Martin, yeah, that's it. Those JG Jones covers look awfully pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so you stink. And I always liked his power set and Firestorm. And I'm still waiting for somebody to take the scientific aspect of Firestorm and just blow it out. Hmm. Because they're very similar, but guess what? One person has to work out scientific equations to be able to turn something into water or whatever. Yes. Right. And I find that fascinating, and I would love to see the person who has to come up with those equations all of a sudden get Alzheimer's or whatever. (laughs) So they can't quite, but they know it's there, and they used to be able to call out that formula, and now they're forgetting parts of it. Mm-hmm. Like there, there is a really cool story there somewhere. Yeah, but oh god, I might have to buy. Yeah, I think I might have to commit to that one. Oh, I could send you my free digital code for uh, Civil War Zero. Oh, is, is it just is it just two pages? No, it's not even two pages. It's the letter page, and you get like half of the cover. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That previews it for you. That's you have good. to buy. You have to buy every Marvel book and use to get all the full cover to to complete the puzzle. Oh my goodness! Can you imagine? You guys are killing me. I mean, do you really want me to curse again? Uh, don't do that. But I, Martin, I have to say, go. Where is the Captain Adam? Where is that? sale on comiXology because i would be spending so much money mm, yeah i don't even know dude that's one of those things where they might even never put it on sale who knows surely he's going to be in something though right if if they're doing this mini like they've got to be bringing him back wasn't he in jsa surely they're going to bring bringing that back i think jsa is coming back uh, well, there you go. So maybe this concludes with JSA. Maybe. Interesting. Um, and you know, the, the interesting thing about Captain Adam too. Uh, this is the third series. Let's see. They had one in like '87, and then there was the one for New Fifty Two, and the, yes, a third series. Um, this would be the third series that DC's done, and it's always like the origin story rehash. <laughs> and then the book goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, because so, not enough people read it, so then when new people hop well, yeah. on, they have to tell you what the story is. Right. But, like, so, uh, I totally get that. But, I mean, if DC's owned the character now for, I don't know, almost 30 years, I think. Um, yeah, it sounds about right. Early 80s. And they haven't done anything, really done anything with them, at least not in a solo capacity. Right. Uh, and that's why I'm very curious how this series will progress. 
Because pretty much what the first issue did was erase anything done with the character since DC bought it. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Because like they had this, the the original series was like 87 to 91, so they're they're sending them back to 94. So it's like none of the new 52 stuff ever happened. They seem to be doing a bunch of that. They are doing a bunch of that. Hmm. That's why I was posting those panels from that book for you guys today. Because I was like, my God, this is what they're doing with their whole universe. Yeah. I'm connecting up the spider web. Well, not quite. Although, I think that picture that uh, Jeff Johns posted of Manhattan's face, I'm pretty sure that came from this JMS book. Yeah, could be. Can I ask you, uh, let's circle back to the Adam, not Captain Adam. Okay. Uh, in regards to the student-teacher aspect. Sure. Uh, regarding the Rebirth Blue Beetle, is there a Ted Cord Jaime yes. Reyes? Yes. Yeah. And how is that? Ted Cord is the worst. Yeah, it's... Really? Yeah, it's a big letdown. Oh, damn it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like everything that that I said about this book, mm-hmm. take the opposite of that and then just <laughs> put it in Blue Beetle. <laughs> really? Yeah. Darn it. Mm. And has and with Rebirth has Doctor Fate has has he made an appearance yet? No, not in Rebirth because the uh, his New Fifty Two book just ended. Mm. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like two months ago, I think three months ago. Okay. So I don't know if they'll bring him back or not. I'm, I'm, I assume they will. He's probably going to be in that JSA book. Okay. Hmm. That's my assumption, but I don't know anything. Gotcha. Just doesn't anything. sound like there's a lot of magic coming into Rebirth all that much. No, there's not. Yeah, it, and it's weird because when they first announced Rebirth, or actually, I guess, even in the end of the New 52, they kept announcing that there were going to be all these different books that none of them ever happened. They just kept getting delayed and delayed. And then Rebirth was announced, and like, oh yeah, we're definitely, we're going to have this stuff. And it just keeps, <laughs> there's been no announcements yet, and they're now starting in on like this whole new wave of, of books. So, who knows? Yeah, you know? but you know what? That's, I'm fine with that. They don't need to be constantly releasing books. No, 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 I agree with you. But it's just funny that like they they talked for about a year and a half about oh yeah Zatanna was going to have this oh, and right, she was yeah. going to be in this series and they're like oh okay yeah that was delayed until early 2016 and then 2016 is ending they're like oh yeah yeah it'll be out now that it's rebirth it'll be out next year oh okay <laughs> so who knows yeah that's fine I mean they're sticking kind of to what sells right and most of it is uh, justice uh, justice league related. Yeah, you know, Aquaman, Batman, Superman, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, things like that. Cyborg, right, the, but at the same Cyborg. time, they're also doing, you know, the death of Hawkman. They're doing uh, whatever that, yeah, dead, right. the the Dead Man mini, and you know, like they, yeah, if they're doing a bunch of minis and stuff like that, you can do, you know, like the Mystic, you know, Mystic stuff in that kind of setting and see maybe it, maybe it catches on. Yeah, yeah, but. 
and Mike Mike might get mad at me when he listens to this, but none of that stuff's in continuity, though. Oh no, I agree. Right. But it's still it, it's character story sure. that you know that could be you know something. And isn't that the fall and rise of the atom? Isn't that one of those same things? That's not in Rebirth, is it? Um. Yeah, that's a good question. Well. So that's that was the point I was trying to make earlier. It's not in Rebirth. Um, there's no Rebirth stamp on the cover, I don't think. No. Um, but they're erasing New 52 almost. You see what I'm saying? Because they pretty much killed the guy and sent them back 30 or 20 years. Mm, true. They're pivoting. Trying to uh, correct whatever they're perceiving as a mistake. Uh, yes, something like that. Maybe time is broken, Nick. Hey, I want time to be broken. (laughs) Absolutely, the more the more broken, the better for me. (laughs) Continuity, schmontinuity. Oh well. (laughs) Here, I'll 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 give you guys another quote. It's uh, the mistake isn't where you are. It was that first step that you took, of course. Getting hmm. all deep. Yeah. I didn't write it. JMS wrote it. Well, he's pretty darn awesome. He is pretty darn awesome. Yeah. Anyways, what's the next book, Aaron? Well, I guess if you want to stick sort of to a, to like a rebirthish one shotish kind of thing, we could go to the Justice League, which is sort of a Max Lord book this Ooh. week. Uh, to tell. Oh, Justice League 12? Yeah, Justice League 12. I didn't read it. It was not good at all. Oh, really? That's too bad. (laughs) Aaron, you're killing me. Oh, it's not even Hitch doing it. No, this is uh, Tim Seeley. So I I got very excited. I was like, oh, fantastic. I like Tim Seeley a lot. Mm -hmm. And pretty much the entire is uh, Max Lord sitting with um, uh, Amanda... Uh, yeah. Amanda Connor? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just spacing. Or no, Amanda, Amanda Waller. Pa- Waller. Yeah. I was thinking Amanda Connor. Amanda Connor. Wait, Curtis. what? No, I I was thinking of a man. I was thinking of Palmer, and I'm thinking Twin Peaks. Ooh. Um, yeah. In the body bag. Yes. No, with Amanda Waller. It's basically he is like arrested and taken in, and she's questioning him, and he sort of uses his like semi-telepathic power thing where he can make you do what you want to do and Mm -hmm. he gets the information about who was it like the five secret hidden centers that they have yeah um wait 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 Justice League 12 has that yes that that happened last week in the crossover well, this is the Justice League issue. Well, that's weird. It it gives some of, of his backstory. Yeah. And it's this whole conversation. And I forget what he calls the five people. But it, it's basically like his history with her. And it ends with him escaping and getting ready to go find the people. 
and pretty much the the only appearance of the Justice League in this is there's one page where he talks about like when um, they were fighting against Darkseid and the the Justice League was fighting. They they're just like there for a panel. Mm, that's shameful. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I guess... I'm, this, I'm glad I didn't read that. This issue and I guess 13 tie in with the the mini. Um, yeah, I mean, that that's the way it's seen. I mean, that gives some extra backstory because that explains how these people got out of prison. Yeah, the lost prisoners, I guess. Yeah, because... So, apparently, Meta Waller built a prison for these five people. Yeah. Um, just for them. And in, in Justice League Suicide Squad number three, they show the prison and, like, everybody that works there is dead. Okay, yeah, so I guess this probably takes place right before that. Yeah, so it would take place between issue two and three. Yeah. Okay. That's really odd, though, that they would do that. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Really, really odd. Um, hey, that Aaron? whole team is kind of weird, too, by the way. Yes, Nick? Your description of that? For me, sounds like that could be my comic book of the year. Really? <laughs> Everything you said, there was not one bit that I was upset by. Well, that sounds amazing. If send me your digital code. If you, <laughs> th- this one only gives you two thirds of the the cover, and, you only and get four the four half. pages of advertisements. We'll send you the last panel of each page. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> um. If you've been reading the Justice League and you've been as let down by the Justice League as I have been, mm-hmm. um, and then you get a new Justice League issue and it's not the same writer and you're like, all right, finally this is where, where it's going to turn, and then uh-huh. the Justice League is not even in the issue, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just a bit of a letdown. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Sign me up. See, I was really hoping I would get to see what Tim Seeley would do with the Justice League, not have him write, you know, two characters that I don't really care much about. Mm-hmm. I love both characters, and I love two people sitting in a room talking. So <laughs> that sounds great. Do I wish Neil Edwards was drawing it? Absolutely, because I don't know that artist from from that issue. But as Martin and I have discussed many times, Brian Hitch and Tony Daniels, you put a pen or a mouse in that hand. Stop typing on that keyboard. <laughs> that is the that would be without even reading one issue of Justice League, that would be where I would be drawing the line with the first eleven issues. Mm-hmm seeing that Hitch was writing who knows how many, I have no I, I have no clue. Right. But issue twelve, I I I might pick that one up. That sounds good to me. Yeah, I I mean have fun. I like Max Lord. <laughs> I like Max Lord. So I'm and I like Amanda Waller. So I'm really ri- that's the one thing with Suicide Squad. That you tell me that she's in that? Okay. Like, that that would draw me in. She, more than any of the other characters on that team. She is better in Suicide Squad, I think, than, than she had been in a long time, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. 
Sure, but Tim Seeley, how many issues has he written Amanda Waller? Just this one. There, right, there might be a voice problem. But I, I, hmm. like, I like where this possibly could be leading to. You know what? They could have just been like, uh, let's give Brian Hitch a little break here. Oh, don't say that. Oh, ooh. I just looked at uh, issue 13. Scott mm-hmm. Eaton's drawing it. So ooh, nice. Interesting. That might be good. <clears throat> now, yeah. if you want to talk about atrocious artwork, ooh. you should read Green Arrow. <laughs> yeah, no, no I'm, I'm, I'm not reading that anymore, dude. There, This issue, it, it gets to the title page. And, you know, you see written by, and there's one person, and then you see art by, and then there's just a list of names. Ooh. And the, <laughs> the first couple pages look great. And I was like, oh, this is good. I like this, finally, because the art has not been too wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you just get to, like, the fourth or fifth page, and you're just like, oh, my goodness, now I understand. I don't know what's going on here. And it just improves from there. Mm-hmm. And the story... I, I don't care about the story. It's just dragging. Um, basically, what's been going on now is so, someone is going around and killing prominent members of society with green arrows, mm-hmm. and everybody's blaming the green arrow. Of course they are. And he's like, I don't get it. And the the last issue ended, there was a threat made against like the star quarterback of their football team, and he goes to try and stop whoever it is at the stadium, and of course, somebody manages to shoot him in the middle of a game, and kills him. Yeah. And everyone sees Green Arrow in the crowd, and they're like, "Oh my goodness!" So this one starts with the police like racing to the stadium. And of course, it turns out to be Malcolm Merlin because why wouldn't it be? And the dialogue that was written to introduce him was some of possibly the worst dialogue I've ever read in a comic book. <laughs> that, you know, it basically. When Oliver sees him, he's like, "Oh no!" And he goes, "This, this literally, this is what it, it's been a long time, but surely you remember Tommy's father, Malcolm Merlin, the original Dark Archer." <laughs> and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me?" Uh, wow. Yeah. So, Aaron, do you need me to remind you of something? Hold on, I have <laughs> somebody's here. Hey, Aaron. Stanley, uh, just to let you know, every comic could be someone's first cop. Excelsior! So this exposition that all writers have to put into their comic books and make it uber clunky, that has to be there, buddy. Okay, make mine Marvel. This is the Ultimate Marvel Podcast, Episode 8. That is really clunky. Holy cats. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, I get that you... Let me say, Nick, to, to go to your point, realize that we are only saying that. You only you only bring in Stan Lee into the podcast when you need to find an excuse on why the book's bad. I don't know what you're talking about. What? Yeah. I mean... There's so many Stan other Lee ways. Was here. I, I left the room. I didn't hear what he said. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many other ways that that could have been written and told you the same oh, exact yeah. thing. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? What is this? So that that's you know what, that's you the know dialogue. That, I I I wish comic books would go back to 
give me the exposition in boxes. Yeah. And just say, from Editor Aaron, like, all that BS could have been said in a little editor box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it would have been clunky, but at least then it's like, oh, okay, that's for a new person. <laughs> you, I get it. You know what? I miss editor's notes, and I forget what book it was. It was one of the issues last week, or maybe the week before. It was only issue, like, two or three of the series. I think it was issue three. And there was literally, they mentioned something, and there was literally an editor's note that says, read issues one and two. Hmm. I'm like, why would you put that? It's the third issue. It's not like this is issue 97, and you're trying to talk about something that was an issue, you know, 26. You're three issues in. If I'm reading issue three of whatever, I forget what book it was now. If I'm reading issue three, I read issues one and two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe they couldn't explain it correctly. Like, we have no idea what we're doing, but if you read the, the two issues before <laughs> it can't. again, you might be able to figure this oh, out. Now I wish I remember what book <laughs> that was. It's a steaming pile of crap. <laughs> but let, let me ask you, Aaron. Yes. Do you ever feel like your POV regarding some of the comics you're reading is completely off what mainstream buying public is interested in um, or what they want out of a comic? No, I'm right all the time. Ooh, yes! Okay. <laughs> no, the reason I'm asking, I'm looking at Comixology, there's 65 ratings on Green Arrow 14. Oh my goodness, don't tell me it's all like five stars. Five stars. Oh my god. I know, <laughs> and I looked at the preview pages, and honest to god, it looked like when people first started to draw digitally. That I'm telling you, digitally. this book, one issue, the art will be amazing. And I, like, I'm like, wow, I don't know who this is, but this is terrific. And then the next three issues, it's just a mess. That there's... <laughs> There's like four different rotating artists that each do a th- like half of the book or a third of it. It's just uh, it's, it kills me. Eyes are eyes are misportioned or placed in weird angles and noses are a little off. Yeah, and like everybody has a very masculine face and just like bizarre, you know, anatomy stuff. And you're just like, I don't understand this. You know, I mean, it's not like this is some weird ash can book that someone's handing out at a convention. Well, you I mean, know, this Aaron, is like ob- a big DC book. Obviously, you're not familiar with these characters, and that's why you don't understand. Them. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't understand terrible artwork. Okay. I mean, that's Aaron, just, that's it, just it says, what I hear. I don't know. It says right there who Malcolm Merlin is. If you can't figure that out, <laughs> yeah. hello, five stars. Uh. <laughs> I mean, look at your favorite book, Green Lanterns, dude. I'm looking at the numbers right now. Green Lanterns is killing it. Killing it, and it does not make sense. How is that book outselling Hal Jordan? Really? I, it oh, yeah. does not make sense to me. Oh, yeah. Again, this book again starts with them introducing themselves. This is issue 14. It's, Green Lanterns has almost Harley Quinn numbers. I don't get it. Uh, Aaron, do you want me to bring Stan Lee back? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will say Green Lanterns is written by Sam Humphreys. Right. And he does have a little bit of a cachet in following. So, possible? Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Here, Nick, I'm, I'm going to read you. I'm going to read you a page. Nick. Are you I, ready? I, hold on. Before you do that, I will say that the artwork in Green Lanterns 
has always been really it's good. good. Yeah. The book looks fantastic. It's just the <laughs> you'll see the writing. I mean, not as good as Hal Jordan, but yes. All right, Nick, are you ready? Oh yeah, absolutely. This is how every issue starts. Okay. Okay. She's my partner, Jessica Cruz. He's my partner, Simon Baz. We're the protectors of Earth, or we're supposed to be. Now we're fighting a guy called Phantom Lantern. He wants to be a Green Lantern so bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there. I don't need to buy any of the other issues. How is that, how is that bad? <laughs> Although I will, say, I will say this issue had that little line that I sent you, Aaron, yeah. that was pretty funny. Um, it's right after what I just read. It says, buddy, I don't need to tell you how the, uh, what is it? I don't know how to tell you this. It ain't easy. Because they do it in every single issue, and everybody complains that they do it in every single issue. So I thought that little tidbit there was funny. Yeah. But still, they don't need to be doing it. No. After 14 issues. Yeah, I mean, I, I said it last time that, I mean, it's double shipping. So this is basically the equivalent of a little over a year's worth of the comic book. And you don't, after that many issues, you don't have to tell me who the characters are. I get it. I mean, you might forget in between, you know, in between two weeks. <laughs> yeah. That might be a yeah, long I time. I might forget who the title character is in a book. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the issue itself, though? Once, Can... once you got past that, I thought the issue wasn't terrible. Yeah. Um, I, I do like, um, what's his face? I keep forgetting his name, the Phantom Lantern guy. Uh, yeah, whatever his name is crazy guy yeah whatever it is um i i like the concept of him a lot i it's been interesting seeing how they run through the um the full spectrum Mm -hmm. with the phantom ring and how he reacts to each one um like in this one he's the uh what is it the Indigo? indigo yeah yeah indigo lantern so um yeah i mean it's great and he's realizing as he has that on all the stuff that he's done to hurt everybody, and now he feels bad for them because he's all compassionate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like when they finally get the ring off him; he goes nuts. Um, and it was interesting that the Phantom Ring is what they use to make Jessica realize that she really is a Green Lantern. I'm so glad you brought that up. That was my least favorite part of this issue. Really? Yeah. yeah. You mean that I was like, it took 15 yeah. issues for her to finally make a stupid construct? Well, uh, yes. <laughs> because we've seen her make constructs in the in Justice League, things. yeah. Yes. Um, so, I mean, maybe that happens before or after this, this book, right? Whatever, that's possible. Um, but yeah, she's been a Green Lantern for 14 issues, and it takes this... So she puts the ring on, and the ring takes her through... All the, the, all the colors of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh god, I hope the Wheel of Fortune doesn't fall on fear. Yeah. And then it falls on green. Green will. She's like, yes, I'm a green lantern. <laughs> Woo! I can make constructs now. Look at this. And it's like, you know, green fireworks everywhere. Like, that, that was dumb. Like, re- they could have done much better with, with Jessica, I think. Yeah. They could have, but at the same time, that's probably one of the, sad to say, better moments that this series has had. That's probably true. Um, I I like what was going on with Rami and Valthum. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, I mean, you knew that the ending was going to be what the ending was. 
yep. where it's not oh, yeah. Valthum trapped in that orb. Right. <clears throat> but, I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes. Uh, I'm also kind of confused as to how those other two lands will come to Earth with everything that's going on with all of the Green Lanterns. I also thought the same thing. So that's why maybe this isn't happening at the same time. This must be happening before. I'm sure it is, because, like, wasn't in the first issue of this, or was it the Rebirth one-shot that they were with Hal Jordan? Yep. And he kind of said, you're now the Lanterns of Earth, and we're just going right. to go out to space? Yeah, we're going to go hang out in space. So, I mean, I guess the stuff that's going on in, in Hal Jordan and the Green Lanterns has gone on before this one takes place? Oh, maybe, yeah. But Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The time frame is weird. Um, that's why I'm trying to give it like some suspension of disbelief as to why Jessica sucks so bad. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, it's one of those books that just it reads a little young for me, also. Yeah, I, I also didn't you know? get. They send two random other Green Lanterns, and it's like mm-hmm. one alien-looking guy and one guy who looks an awful lot like John Stewart. John Stewart, yeah, with just a scar on his face, but he's not. He's some random alien guy. He's a, yeah, that's what I'm like, yeah, they showed up. I was like, oh man, John Stewart. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, these two aliens. No, it's Vath Sarn Isamot Cole. I'm like, but yeah, I I thought that it, the one fish-looking guy or lizard guy, I I thought that he had four names and the other guy was John Stewart, but it's not. Right? No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, oh yeah, our, our lieutenant John Stewart sent us. Yeah. Yeah. When he like, no, he did well, it. You're right there. Yeah. When he said that, I was like, aren't you John Stewart? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if they messed up on that. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's, it's John Stewart, but he has his memory wiped or something. Oh no! No, don't even say that, Nick. <laughs> don't, don't even go there. You're not reading this book. Don't go there. Nope. And can I also ask a qu- uh, another quick question back to your point, Martin? Yes. That whole "she's my partner, Jessica; he's my partner, Simon." Mm-hmm. Could that be something that's very similar to, like, the Green Lantern Oath? No. No. My, my point is, like, back in the day when you were reading Green Lantern as a little kid, I'm sure there's a point where, like, you do the eye roll, like, oh, boy, here it comes again. Of course he's going to say it, and then stick his ring in, in the lantern, of course. But at least that little kid. But that serves a purpose. That's him okay. powering Agreed. up his ring. This is every single issue of the comic is starting with either Jessica or Simon like running from something or fighting something and telling me that she I'm Jessica. I'm afraid, but I'm not afraid too afraid to fight this time, I think, even though I stayed in my apartment for three years and never went outside, and then the next page is Simon's like, I'm Simon, I was arrested unjustly and this is unfair, now I'm a Green Lantern, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Every issue. I just, I just thought it was like a repetition thing. Like what? Like at, growing up, every issue of Spider-Man had to say, you know, I'm the Walker. You know, like he had his little motto that you had to hear. Mm-hmm. But I'm the ever-loving blue-eyed thing. It's clobbering time. You know, it's just right, like. But and then as an adult, when things says that, it's like, oh yeah, you know, like. It sort of comes around, but it, it's, it's a like motto. a Family Guy joke that's just like it beats the repetition beats it into you that all of a sudden the annoyance becomes funny again. Mm. No, that, that, I, I just don't <laughs> know if that's where Humphreys is headed. 
I nope. I don't know. And I I wish that I I had a chance to talk with him at Comic Con, or like anyone from Green Lanterns, because I I I just want to ask the editor and be like, why, <laughs> why every issue? Mm-hmm. Like, don't you think we get it at this point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's another weird thing in this issue too. When those uh, lanterns pop in, and they're like, "Hey, what's the deal? You call, you had an emergency beacon." And yeah. first off, Jessica's like, "Oh my God, your green lantern's gonna have your autograph." Not exactly, but that's kind of what it is. Um, and then Simon's like, "Oh yeah, we've been fighting this dude that's got a phantom ring." And the guy's like, oh, Phantom Ring, that's not a thing. Yeah. Why are you bothering us? Yeah. Like, really? Shouldn't you try to figure out why you're yeah. called like, here? Oh, this is just a stupid trinket. And it's like, oh, you have a guardian. Okay, we're going. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, oh, a guardian Earth? Yeah, we're out of here. <laughs> I thought all the guardians were dead. See ya! <laughs> yeah, that was, that was weird. Weird. This book is weird. It is. It's written for 15-year-olds. That's what I think. <laughs> now, Nick... If I were to tell you that you could have a comic book that would have the Condiment King and Copperhead and the Ten-Eyed Man and Magpie, and it would be the worst comic book of the week. Oh, snap. (laughs) I didn't say it, Daryl. Don't get mad at me. I like Copperhead. Yeah, well, he's in this. He gets punched in the face. So does uh, King Snake, yeah. and so does uh, Signal Man. Oh no, Signal Man gets kicked in the face. I I don't need Magpie back. He so. he. Uh, she just gets punched in the face. Okay, <laughs> uh, you. I'll play along. You pique my interest, Aaron. <laughs> what comic book should I pick up? You should not pick up Batman issue fourteen. Ah, <laughs> uh, I will tell you though that one page really excited me. And then I was like, oh, wait, it's just uh, this, this one page. That's it. Well, but the next page was a bunch of people getting kicked on a roof. Uh, yeah, and they're, they're all terrible villains, right? Yeah. All terrible. Uh, except Tonight Man, he's the best. <laughs> well, Clock King was in there too, right? Yeah, Clock King gets punched by Catwoman. That's fine. Yeah. Um, Magpie's not that bad, Nick. Cavalier's yeah. your Zebra Man. Film Freak. The Mad Monk, he's cool. Yeah, Mad Monk is kind of alright. Huh. Kite Man was in there? Kite Man. Oh, God. I don't even want to talk about this book. Well, just quickly, I I just want to say, I was I was still in on The Last Ark that a lot of people, that I know at least, were not so into. Mm-hmm. Well, mostly two people. Um, <coughs> Martin. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> This issue for me, like that whole thing, didn't feel like like it wasn't a character that I knew. This issue felt like I did not know the characters. That it like it was stuff going on that was very uncharacteristic of Batman, I thought, and it was very weird to me. So you know what this is like. So I was talking to Mike offline about this because I'm I really don't even want to talk about Batman, like the current Batman book, in public anymore. Um, but I was talking to Mike privately about this book, and it's almost like 
Batman's like on Prozac or Lexapro, and he's just zoned out. Like there's nothing there. He's totally hollow. And I, I know what some people are gonna say, like you know he's broken, he's always been this way. No, he he hasn't. Okay. Um, and the whole thing about well, people that don't get it don't know the characters. That's fucking bullshit. Okay. I've been reading these characters for forever. This does not make any sense whatsoever. The dialogue doesn't make sense. The story doesn't make sense. The art is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Gerards did the art, who did uh, Sheriff of Babylon, Tom yep. King. Um, the art, the art's great. But other than that, I just I can't I can't even read this book anymore. Maybe you should read it just one more time. Maybe there's something you're missing. Yes, I'm gonna read it. <laughs> I'm gonna read it six <laughs> times. And I'm gonna love here. That's all you have to do. Just wind them up. Let them go. No. Um, what? What? No, you don't I, know? I just, to, I, I just need to go on a bat hiatus for for a minute. What? What you don't know, Nick, is that's every time he says something, I tell him he needs to read it another time. Maybe he just mm-hmm. missed something. Well, I mean, I I tried. Yeah. I tried with the last arc. I read it three times. <clears throat> And each Maybe. time it made it worse, so I'm not I'm not doing it. Sounds like you're a fair weather fan, but I mean, hey, <laughs> whatever. I mean, there's 262 five star reviews of it, so hmm. and that's so that's what I'm saying. Obviously, Maybe I'm missing something. That's fine. It's just Batman's just not for you. Anymore. Look, Batman Batman's the number one and two selling book. That's great. Yeah, okay. yes. I'm, I'm happy yeah. for Tom. I'm happy for Eddie. Okay. The thing is, I'm not happy for me, okay, and it's not easy for me to not like Batman. Sometimes you, sometimes you, you hold, you hold characters so close that sometimes you have to let them go a little bit. Yeah, so that's fine. But I did that with Spider-Man for quite a long time. I'm, 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 it's already been let go. There you go. Yeah, I let go of Spider-Man like 30 years ago. Oh, oh Spider-Man's so good. Don't then. even, you know. Did you read any of the slot stuff? Uh, I'll put it to you like this. Do you know how much Spider-Man I've read in my life? I read The Death of Mary Jane. issues. <laughs> uh, and I read some of when McFarlane did it because it crossed over with X-Force. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. All right, well, that's just not a character for you. Yeah, that, yeah. that's what it is. I, I tried... Yeah. Over and over, I would grab just random issues of Spider-Man from time to time again. Yep. And I was like, you know what? Not mine. Here you go. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm I'm gonna try to sell it to you though. Spider-Man. Yes. How'd you feel about Superman 14? Just uh, just give me like less than ten words. Less than ten words. Yeah. Hmm. Don't count your words. All right, I'm just trying to think. rate it. On a scale of one to ten, how would you rate it? Uh, like a three and a half. On the scale of one to ten? Oh, I thought you said scale of one to four. <laughs> that well. was the best. <laughs> that um, was absolutely the best. I I would say, for me, I would probably say it's like a, a solid nine. Okay, that's fair enough. So oh this my stu- god, that <laughs> was so that- good, because I'm sure, Martin, it was a 10 out of 10. <laughs> oh, this- and you were like 3.5. No, this, this, is like, this is like a 15 out of 10. Um, <laughs> now, the reason I say that is the stuff that happens at the end, it, uh, it kind of reminds me of the stuff that happens in Spider-Verse, Nick. Uh-oh. You just shut your mouth. 
Baron, get him off of Skype now. <laughs> Skype. I love Spider Verse. Don't compare Superman to Spider Verse. Well, I get it. Uh, I gotta tell you, Nick. This Superman, Nick, this is pretty yeah. spectacular, Superman. It is. I I don't mm. like Superman. Mm-hmm. I it's never been a character that I've enjoyed for long periods of time, and mm-hmm. this Rebirth run is possibly my favorite book. Hmm. Did you did you read the Jeff Johns run? Yeah, and the Greg Rucker run I, of Superman. I've read a lot of Superman, and it just—it's never been a character I've connected with. Hmm. If oh I tell God. you that Superman is the best book that DC's putting out right now by far, and you know me and the bats—I don't know about by far. Oh, by far. I could think of two other books that are just as good. Okay, which ones? Uh, Cyborg and Blue Beetle. You're crazy. No, no, I am crazy. Uh, no, uh, Deathstroke and Red Hood and the Outlaws. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Those would definitely be top three right now. Um, okay, Martin, I think I'm going to agree with you without you even giving a point, because <laughs> looking over just the overview of it, mm-hmm. it's called Multiplicity, and he's joined by Justice Incarnate of the Multa... Multi-Earth Epic. What? Yeah, the, yes. the weirdest part was when the copy went and made a copy of himself. Yeah. And he didn't come back what? quite right. Are you kidding? Oh, my God. Takes a slice of com- pizza and puts it in his wallet. Calls everybody Steve. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sign me up. Just looking at the cover alone. That's enough. Well, so so this book has one of my Superman. Actually, my favorite Superman until Rebirth. Red Sun, Red Sun Superman. Yeah. Red Sun Superman. Oh, I like that. He pops in into this book, and he and, and the soups start uh, duking out these weirdo guys. Nice. The leech face guys. Yep. Um, can, can I ask you a quick question that's been driving me crazy? Yeah, it's possible. Okay, somebody does layouts, and then somebody finishes. Mm-hmm. Are, do you think these are rough layouts? Yes. I'm sure it is. Okay, because I'm looking at Superman. I'm looking at some preview pages, and it's the layouts are Ivan Reese, and then Joe Prado finishes. And it does not really look like Reese. Sort of. It's there, but not... Yeah. But it looks great. Like, it, it looks great. Just curious. Um, I guess I can see what you're saying. It's maybe not as polished as I've seen Reese do, but um, I don't know what pages you're looking at. The first you know? three of issue 14. Okay. So, I mean, I'm looking at the book, and it looks pretty damn good to me. No, it looks great. It just doesn't look like Reese, which is fine. Mm. If he just did layouts, that's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Golly. Red Sun Superman. Yeah, Red Sun Superman's in here. Mm. And he's, he's being hunted by these guys who kind of want to suck uh, the soup's energy out of him. Kind of like in Spider-Verse. Uh-huh. See? See? So I wasn't wrong. Have you seen the villain yet? Is the villain pretty cool looking? Uh, we haven't seen the villain yet. The villain pops in the last page, I believe. Right, Aaron? Um... Uh, 
but all you see is yeah you don't really see him yeah yeah you just see so the it's, a, it's a slow drip which is good yeah, yeah. yes well this is going to be some kind of crossover event if i'm not wrong it's it's in it going beyond superman or is it just an arc in Superman? I, I'm not sure, because I know there is some kind of an, a crossover thing that's supposed to happen. Yeah. But when it crosses over, I thought... Like, it can't do it really now, because Action Comics still has... You know, they're yes. still in the trial thing with Lex. Yep. And Super Sons is... I don't know if that was going to have part of it also, but that hasn't even started yet. Well, Super Sons is next month. <laughs> Is it next month? I know it's soon. Yeah, yeah it's next month. Because I, I thought that the Superman crossover event thing was happening in the summer. Or is that the Batman thing? The Batman thing is in the summer. Oh, okay. Because yeah. um, Super Sons comes next, but Super Sons is kind of going off uh, more of a trinity than anything else. Right. I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. Maybe it is just an arc in here. Whatever. All I know is I read this book and I nearly shit my pants. Because <laughs> it was that good. Yeah, see, I'm not... I I like the idea of a multiverse. And I like that there's weird possibilities of stuff that can happen because of it. Mm-hmm. But there are so many times when it's used as like a... just like as a stupid story device... Mm-hmm. And it it doesn't really work for me. This seemed to work <laughs> so far, anyway. Well, so the thing is, the reason I nearly shit my pants, uh-huh. uh, or maybe I did. I haven't checked. It is a little wet down there. Well, you are sweating um, in that comfortable blanket of yours. I took it off. It was so hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have my Marvel PJs on though, still. So, anyways, the reason I was really excited was because seeing uh, the Justice League Incarnate mm-hmm. um, brought me back to that multiversity stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just that, like, going to that brought me all the way back to a book that I should have read years ago, which was All-Star Superman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I just recently read. Nick, don't be mad at me. Um uh, we've been over this um, so yeah so I read, I've read it now twice since I got it um, I read it last week and I read it today as part of the giant rabbit hole that I went into uh, today I was like yeah I'm just going to read some, uh, some some new rebirth books uh, maybe look over some of this other stuff to uh, you know refresh my memory yeah that didn't work out because I read Multiversity and all the tie-ins and Watchmen and all the before and after and All-Star I read again. and Yeah, I read a lot of stuff today. So, But yeah, it was really exciting to see all that because those are stories that you're kind of like, eh, like they're good, but they're not in continuity. They're kind of Elseworldsy kind of maybe. Yeah. Um, they're one and done maybe. But now with this, you're like, oh, well, shit. Like, there's a lot of connections for books going back, you know, 10 years. Yep. You know? And that's that's pretty significant. Um, and I don't know if that was the plan with this book all along, but, I mean, if they're going to bring in Morrison stuff, 
into this Superman mythology, like that 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 had to take some planning. See, you know, as long as it's done, not easy. Yeah, it, as long as it's done in a way that makes sense and doesn't start just like piling weird stuff on top of weird stuff and then just burying itself and not really knowing where it's going, I'm okay with it. Morrison doesn't do weird stuff. What are you talking about? I don't, <laughs> I don't know even who you are anymore. <laughs> Did you never read uh, Batman and Robin? That wasn't weird. That was pretty straightforward. Uh, do we read the same comics? <laughs> I love that title. By the way, I didn't think that was weird at all. I, I wasn't even kidding. Like Batman and Robin was a pretty straightforward title as far as Morrison's concerned. True. I'll take that and Batman Incorporated. Yeah, Batman yeah. Incorporated was pretty, for the most part, pretty yeah. straightforward. That was kind of straightforward too. Uh, but yeah, the Superman stuff not at all straightforward. Yeah. Uh, I and, and I can't believe you didn't like Multiversity though. It was so good. Nah, it wasn't for me. It was it was like super meta. It was like crap I was reading in college when I was, you know, reading postmodern literature. You know, I don't mind postmodern literature, but when at the time Multiversity was coming out, my mindset for reading comics was I just want to sit down and just enjoy myself and not really have to think. I can just shut down my brain and just read a comic book. Mm-hmm. And then I start reading Multiversity, and I'm just like, "Oh my god, I'm going to be here for a while." And <laughs> yes, and the first issue did not catch me at all. The second issue, I started reading it, and I was like, "You know what? Maybe I'll get back to this at some point, but I'm just going to stop." And mm. and I just stopped. <laughs> so that's too bad. Yeah, when was that? Two years ago? Last year? I don't even remember. Um, yeah, I think two years ago. That sounds about right. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll give it another shot at some point. It's only seven issues, right? Yeah, yeah. See, I don't know. I like like weird stuff that makes me think. See, but then you give me a book like Imperium, and I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I'm all in. So, you well, know, like I, even... I like layers upon layers, yeah. but I don't like layers upon layers that make me go, what the hell am I even reading this for? See, I kind of <laughs> like that. Um, like when I was going to bring this book up when, when Ronnie mentioned, uh, what was it? Oh, the, the Shazam. He told me to read the Kevin Smith Shazam. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to start talking a, bit, a little bit about Supreme Blue Rose, which I don't know if you guys have read that. I started and stopped reading that about four times. I, I'm, I have no doubts. <laughs> um, it's, so it's, it's, it's Alice doing Supreme, Nick. I don't know if you've read it. Um, but it, he, pretty much turns Supreme into like the Marvel family. Yeah. Uh, and it's like super esoteric. Um, like you don't even recognize it as a Supreme book. Um, but it's really good. It's one of my favorite things ever. And it's so complicated, you know. Same thing with like when I was reading Miracle Man not long ago. Like there's so much crap in there. You know, it's one of those books where like it might only be, you know, four issues, five issues that you're reading. But like you're going to be spending... 45 minutes to an hour on a single issue at least you know because you're going to read it and you might be confused you, you might flip go back. back a bit you might yeah you go back a couple pages <laughs> you know you like inspect panels to see like other clues to what the fuck this guy's saying because I don't know what's going on um, like I love that kind of stuff um, and I think that's something that Multiversity did really well and so seeing that here 
I don't know. It just has me so stoked, you know? Hmm. Maybe it's just me. Maybe. Maybe it's just me. No, it's, it's good total. You know, and uh, for but, me... But there were some... Yeah, go ahead. The, the one universe that I wish that they would do... I mean, they did in Forever Evil, but I wish they would go back to it and actually do, like, a good job with it. Is I want an Earth 3 book. Mm-hmm. All I want is an Earth 3 book. They could cancel everything else. Just give me the crime syndicate, and I will be okay. Hmm... <laughs> So, well, I mean, maybe you'll get some that's, three. That's here. what I'm hoping. I want some Ultraman. Where the hell is he? He's not on the cover. Why isn't he on the cover? He's not. And there's no Earth 3 Superman in that prison at the end of the book either. Correct. Um, old Captain Carrot, Nick. Yeah. That guy. Oh, boy. <laughs> he gets turned into a bunny. Like the Earth 2 Superman's right there. Uh, yes. I did see on the cover of the next Superman, which is a Ryan Souk cover, which I do love his art, um, that there is a Super Bunny on the cover. Yeah. Yeah, it's Captain, Captain Carrot. Captain Carrot, man. Ah, I didn't... I, I thought they were going more cartoony with that. Well, at the end of this issue, Captain Carrot gets taken out of his cell, and they do something to him, and he gets turned into a bunny. Ah, okay. I can dig the bunny. Yeah. So, I don't know what the hell that means for whoever this bad guy is. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's uh, the, the hand, the empty hand, or whatever it was from Multiversity. Um, doesn't seem like the same hands as that character. Hmm. Um, but, you know, whatever. I guess we'll see. I'm I'm super stuck to wait though. Like I'm I'm okay waiting, especially if it's only well, two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. You know, like I can wait two weeks. <laughs> I can wait two weeks. I I'm just very disappointed with this bad guy's organizational skills. <laughs> <laughs> Why he's not alphabetizing? No, like women? you got Earth 29 next to Earth zero and above 43. Mm-hmm. But like 31 and 32 are next to each other. But two is right there, and 30... It's like, what is going on here? Mm Mm-hmm. And the cells are not, like, proportional. They're different sizes. Yeah. And they're they're not in a straight line. They're well, like, like that doesn't bother like me. Jigsaw. But but like if if I'm, I'm trying to you, if I'm trying to catch all fifty two of these guys, and I'm like, hmm, who do I need to catch le- next? And I can look at boxes that are numerically not you know placed, and I can be like, oh okay, I need forty two, and I need forty seven. This one, it's like I have hell if I know. Well, it's not fifty two though; it's fifty. Right. Because, uh, what is it, Earth-51, wasn't that destroyed in Final Crisis? I don't, I don't remember. remember. Anyways, But there's Earth-0, Earth which... Wait. There, yeah, you're right, there is Earth-0. Um, yeah, I thought... What, uh, does, what Earth, Earth Zero doesn't count, though? I thought no, but Earth Zero is right in the middle of the of the page. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Is it? No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's right uh, right on the top middle. Earth Zero is between twenty nine and eleven. I'm looking at it right now. 
between 29 yeah, and I, 11. Look at the page in the book that has... Oh, uh, you're right. Yeah. Earth Zero. <coughs> yep. I didn't catch that one. So what I miss what Earth is... What Earth are we? I, or, like, the, the regular universe? Two. No, that's not two. Oh, no. Yeah, you're right. So... I thought are, the, everything are here was Earth Prime, which was... A, I don't know. I just give up. Because it's not Earth 1, because those graphic novels are on Earth 1. Correct. So, I got nothing. I give up. There's now, officially, there are now 73 Earths. (laughs) Well, damn it. I'm going to have to go back to Multiversity and find that map. Oh, yeah. See, that map was cool. The map was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Here, I'm looking at the map now. Zero, one, uh, two, okay, uh, yeah, that's a good question, guys. Yeah, so we're in Earth Zero. So if this is Earth Zero, then how come that's not the right Superman in the box? Is it because the Superman is the pre-52 Superman? But that's not the new 52 Superman. Well, the the Superman in the Earth Zero box is that Man of Tomorrow Superman. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, right. From like 800,000 AD or whatever. Right. So that's not our Superman. It's a future Superman. Um, because remember in the book they mention how they're not after this Superman. He's just like an inconvenience to them. Well, because I don't think they knew this Superman existed. Correct. Because the Superman they're after is the Chinese Superman. Right. Uh, Whatever his name is, Kong. Yeah. Uh, Which, that's kind of weird, because we already had... We already had two Supermen... In this timeline, right on the on this Earth, not including Kong, right. But I guess they saw that Superman disintegrated, and now they know mm. that there's this new Superman in China. So, I don't know. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know. Is there, there's no Earth 2 Superman on here, is there? There's an Earth 2 Superman. He's two below where the Earth 0 Superman is. Ah, uh, that's right. <clears throat> Even though the Earth 2 Superman, I thought he was dead in the future and it was Shazam in the mask. Right? From Future's End or something? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, I, I don't even know. At this I point, I'm just going to pretend that no continuity that I've ever read exists anymore. And this is oh, all just something. This is all just something new until they explain to me where these supermen are from. Bro, they're from the multiverse. Oh my god, I get that, but the different supermen in the oh, forget it. No, they're not. <laughs> you're gonna all break, the right you're supermen. You're gonna break Aaron's head. <laughs> it's like uh, when we talk time travel. Paul hates talking time travel because he gets so confused. No, I do not get confused with time travel. I get angry that people should still be aging. 
that even if you go back in time, you should be aging. You don't stop aging because you go back in time for 10 years. You should come back to the present time 10 years older, damn it. No, because you're going... No! no. Your body ages. Yes, your body ages, but you're not actually aging 10 years. You're just physically moving your body. If you go back in time and you spend 10 years back in time and you come back to the future, you will be 10 years older when you get back to the present day. Well, then that means when you go back in time, you get younger. No. Yes. No. You right now, if you go back to the future, you are whatever, 35 or so. Back in 1927. Okay. And you're in the past until 1936. Yes. You come back to the present day, you will be 44 years old. Okay, so you didn't you didn't specify that. That's exactly what I okay. said. So if what you you're spend time I in, in, I, if I stay in 1922 until 1945, yes, I will age. Yeah, and how many times do you see TV and movies and books and whatever, and people are jumping all over time, and they never age a freaking day? Come on, come never, on. They're not sta- they're not staying there for 15 years. There are plenty of shows or things that people stay back in time much longer. That it doesn't show the whole time because they're trying to keep it short for a movie. No, never. Oh, you're insane. Never. Whenever that happens, they're traveling for a couple days, oh, a couple weeks top. Um, like, what's the 12 Monkeys? That's probably the longest I've seen. And that probably takes place over a few months. Oh, my goodness. So, of course, he's not going to age. He's only there a couple oh, months. Oh, my goodness. Aaron, it's okay that you're wrong. Oh my goodness, it's okay. science. Look, the science. hate is strong in you, I understand. It's okay. science, it's over. It's science? Yeah. It's not science, you're it's done. freaking it's, comic oh books, bro. God, no, time travel is science. Comic books. <laughs> God, all this hatred. Jeez, who's but when, <laughs> in that scenario, when Martin comes back, yes. he, would, he would be 35 to me. But that's only because he would be still wearing his Marvel pajamas and peace sign yes. <laughs> fluffy blanket. No, because he, he's not missing in my timeline for 20 years. Right, but he's not missing in your timeline for 20 years, but he would still come back and be an old guy. And you'd be like, what happened to you? You look like hell. And he'd be like, I just drank three boxes of Franzia. No, but... But even if he said, I've been gone for 20 years... I would be saying, you look like an old dude, but you're only 35. No, that's the thing. I wouldn't age. Oh my you, I wouldn't look older, and I wouldn't actually be older. You. I would be the same exact age, because the time is only relative to where I am, not relative to where I'm traveling. If you age 10 years in the past, and you come back to the present, you will be 10 years older looking and whatever in the present. But he would still be 35. But his body would have aged 10 years, so he really wouldn't still be 35. How do we get on this topic? Well, no, because if I leave 2016 and come back to 2016, then I'm still the same biological age. So I would still be 35. Yes, even though you've, even though you've technically aged 20 years. Relative Your to body you, but, has but relative years. to me, I wouldn't be 35. I would be 45 if I've been right. traveling for 10 years. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Okay? It's the same thing if I time travel to the year 2200. 
Okay, I'm not 300 years old. Right, you would still be I'm this still age. 35. But if you hung out there for you know a couple years and you came back, if I you was would there still be for old. 10 years. Then yes, I would be 45. Right. Okay. But Martin, if you're if you go back to 1935, imagine coming back to 2017 because you'd be a pimp millionaire. Yes, I would. Yes, I'd have that almanac from Back to the Future. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't even have to do that. Just put some money in a bank account. Just let the ah, that isn't as fun. Yeah, that's not as fun. Yeah, but then you don't have people coming and punching you at school dances. <laughs> yeah, but you're playing a Chuck Berry song, so <laughs> it's even better than that. Oh my God! I want this. Surely there's got to be an interest calculator. Yeah. Let's see. A hundred dollars. See, but you would also know what stocks to play so you would be like sure. yeah sure yeah so nightwing was really good <laughs> <laughs> um yeah nightwing was really good um although i don't i don't know how i feel about this whole team thing i i don't think it bothers me too much yeah I, yeah, because, I mean, I've been such a Nightwing fan for so many years that mm-hmm. finally getting a Nightwing back that feels like Nightwing is, I don't care what else is going on. No, I get that, <laughs> um, and that's fine, but, you know, the the book itself was kind of odd, um, and then all of a sudden, like, he goes to Bloodhaven, and it gets really good. Yeah. But now he's got this whole other cast of characters that he's got to... Well, because he's, but he's trying to help them, so it's not like. I don't think that they're going to stick around for much past this storyline. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of waiting to see right now because I was really excited after the last issue, and now I'm a little more reserved hmm. um, because of that whole team thing. Um, and again, like I was expecting something a little heavier as a Nightwing book. And this issue brings it back to it being a little more young adultish for me. Um, I'm not being a, a negative Nancy though. Like it, it was still really good. Right. I, I enjoyed reading it. Did um, they de-age him, or is that just the way the artist is drawing him? Yeah, I think it's the just artist. the artist. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they uh, they gave him a little bit longer hair. Yeah. But uh, I just hope, you know, it, it I don't know, it, it could end up being um, like a, a detective, you know, mm-hmm. except except without emo Batman. See, and I fully appreciate the part where he goes to the guy's front door and he's like, you're at the door? He's like, yeah, I don't have my rooftop and window legs yet in Bloodhaven, <laughs> <laughs> whatever he said. <laughs> he's like, my game's not on yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I like it. I thought it was good. Yeah, no, it was fine. It was fine. It was a good book. Um, I still like Bloodhaven stuff much better than uh, what was happening previously. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. By the way, back to our time travel. Oh, my God. I was trying to end that. I was trying to... uh, Well, I finally (laughs) found the damn calculator. Okay. If you invest 10 grand 100 years ago at a typical interest rate... Right now, you would have a million and a half dollars. See? Millionaire. Hundred years. 
piece of cake. Hundred years. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, see, what you need to do is do that, and then invest it now, or take the money now, go back in time, and then you invest that million and a half, and then you come back to the future and see how much money you have. It would be a hundred and thirty-one million dollars. See, piece of cake. And then you take that money, and you go back in time, and you give a little bit to Steve Jobs, and you give a little bit to Bill Gates, and you know whoever else, Elon Musk, and then you come mm-hmm. back to the future, mm-hmm. and you see that you have like $700 trillion, and you don't know what to do with yourself. And you're only five days older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Time travel. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nightwing, good book. Yeah. Um, what's what else was there? Cyborg. I didn't read Cyborg. I, didn't, I, know, I don't think I didn't read Cyborg. Um, I didn't read Harley Quinn. I think that was everything. Yeah, I think that's everything. It was kind of a shorter week this week. Yeah. Which is fine. I think next week there's like 15 books. So probably. Well, at least it's not like Marvel, Nick. You know, 30 books a week. Yeah, but it's yeah. okay, though, because those 30 books will get you a digital code. <laughs> That's true. Very true. <laughs> this, should, this should invent Marvel Go. It's like Pokemon Go, where you got to catch all the digital codes. <laughs> but you got to go to different shops to get each code. <laughs> Are they using QR codes? That'd be sweet. Sweet forward-thinking technology. Each code no, that you get codes. will give you another random panel of a book, so you can't even go in chronological order. <laughs> or what would be even better is they give you that uh, Civil War II issue. Mm-hmm. Only if you buy all 50 issues can you piece it all together, because each of their books every month will have one panel. Yes. Yeah. So you do have you do technically get it, but you have to buy all of the issues to be able to get that one. You have to prove <laughs> that you bought every one of the Avengers yes. state covers. Yep, yep, absolutely. Oh god. You know I got Marvel Boy, that's terrible. I think who was New Jersey? Was it Captain Marvel or something? Uh yeah. Yeah. I got a good one. Ronnie got Wizard. Wizard. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. I, I think Indiana was uh, Bucky. That sounds right to me. Uh, that seems legit. Hmm. Yeah. Because I, I don't think Illinois had a good one, or one that I was all that interested in. i got to read that book. I haven't read it yet. I'm not, uh, I'm not feeling inclined to like read it immediately, so it's fine. I've got to get through all my Inhuman stuff first. Yeah, I gotta get to that stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you see uh, what's on the Comicsology sale? No, God, is it time for Martin to spend money? Is that what this it, is? It's ten thirty, buddy. <laughs> you guys have been jabber jawing for a half hour when we should be going over the Comicsology sales for Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's more Abnet and Lanning stuff, just to let you know. Oh man, there's all kinds of X Men stuff on sale. And this is the Inhumans portion of the Abnet Atlantic stuff. Mm. There's some pretty good 
ones. Oh, I gotta get that. All this War King stuff, I gotta get. Yeah, Kingbreaker. Oh, that's that's a fun one. Well, I, I already bought the uh, the War Kings proper, but I get this tie-in stuff that they're got on sale too. Mm-hmm. Heal Guard and Ascension and all that crap. Yeah, you need the Road of Kings and then Warriors. That'll give you everything. Listen, that's not deep. Why are you trying to sell me Marvel stuff? Okay, <laughs> sell me something from DC. Uh, no. See, this is the Road to War of Kings, and then War of Kings Warriors. That collects everything for you. Mm. And it, and it has a fabulous uh, '90s uh, when they bring back Darkhawk. Come on. Oh, Nick. Nick, you that's not DC. <laughs> There's no what? DC sales. What? Yeah, because it's Marvel Mondays. <laughs> what day is DC? There's no day that starts with D. There, there is absolutely no day <laughs> for DC. <laughs> oh wait, is that true? There's, there's actually not a day. Nope. They mm. randomly will put stuff out. I don't. Uh, I don't follow that stuff. You could read whatever they feel like it. You could always read yeah. Armor Hunters again on Comixology Unlimited. Uh, oh, yeah, that was new last week, right? Or two weeks ago? I think so. Pretty recently. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Or, or you could read Aquamarines again. Oh, yes. Uh, no, I, I will recommend... Uh, I'll, I'll recommend a book for you guys. I, I already talked about it. All the Black Science trades? You, you guys yeah. better read it. Black Sciences. No. Unbelievable. Before Watchmen, Doctor Manhattan. Go read it. What? No. Oh, I said I'm talking about Black Science. Yeah. Rick Remender. <laughs> you guys right? are terrible. Yeah. Well, it's on sale. Yeah. You get the first volume for four bucks. Yeah. I have all the trades. Get them well, again. Buy these. They're on sale. <laughs> Why would I want to buy them again? Because Matteo Scalera's art is incredible. They look really pretty, and Dean White's colors. Come on. Yeah. But and I already can... own them. And you can go and buy the new Black Science statue. That would look sweet. You guys are doing a terrible job of making me spend money tonight. But if you get these, you get a digital code. For Civil War 2 <laughs> Civil zero? War 2 number 0. Yes. That's exactly what I need in my life. Yeah. Ooh, there's a lot um, I, have, I have zero intention of reading Civil War 2 uh, right now. So, yeah, you guys I, are not selling I, it. I read my first... Uh, dip into Civil War 2 uh, I read All New Wolverine and the title is Civil War 2 so there's like two <laughs> there's two issues of All New Wolverine and then like the last the last half is loosely touching Civil War 2 because Captain America comes in and wants to talk to old man Logan I guess it was <laughs> That part of it was painful. So I am not jumping for joy over Civil War II. So you're trying to sell me something by telling me it's a painful read. Well, it's... I mean, Tom King does a decent job with only Wolverine, but... Never heard of it. Yeah. It's nothing that... I, I got it from the library, so... I paid the right price. Ooh, there's an Elseworlds bundle, forty-two percent off. What? Where is that? Where do you see that? Uh, yeah, it's on Comicsology at the bottom. Yeah, in the bundles section. Oh. I'll be right back. 
Except it's like all the stuff that I think everybody has, though. Gotham by Gaslight has in Darkest Night. It's got Red Sun. It's got Elseworlds Finest, Supergirl, and Batgirl. Yeah, I mean, they're all good. But Mm -hmm. it's all the ones I've read, unfortunately. Nah. Although I think I've read all of them, so... Did you really? Wow. Yeah, I've read a That's lot. Impressive. I've read a lot of Elseworlds stuff. I went on. There's a... some that I just never picked up. Like for me, Elseworlds back in the day was all creator driven, and if I didn't like the creators, I don't really care that Batman is becoming a Green Lantern. Right. That type of thing. Yeah, I, I was always a big fan of um, oh, what was the Marvel series? What if? Yes. That I I always liked those, and then when a friend of mine was like, "Oh yeah, DC has like their Elseworld stuff," I was like, "What is Elseworlds?" And I just I just went in <laughs> <laughs> full bore. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That, uh, what if, unlike, see, I think Elseworlds is completely the opposite of what if. Okay. Uh, regarding creators, like Elseworld. These are like established creators that just wanted to take you on an acid trip. And what if a lot of that stuff felt like, ah, this is the new writer and new a new artist. Should we put him on Spider-Man? Nah, let's give him two issues of what if. Like, it's a lot of people that I, I wasn't too familiar with, but I love the concepts that they were coming up with. Right. Every once in a while, you'll get, like, Frank Miller doing the Daredevil, what if Elektra lived? Did he but, do... He didn't do the one where it was, like, if the world knew Daredevil was blind or something? That was one of them, right? Uh, that was. Um, the only one I remember Miller doing was uh, what if Elektra lived. Okay. I could be wrong, but... Yeah, there was some what ifs, like, the concept, especially the modern what ifs. Mm-hmm. You look those over, and it's like, like, what if Secret Invasion uh, happened? Like, what if that was successful? And you look at those issues, that arc, and it's like, I don't know who wrote or drew that. Like, oh my gosh, what did these people uh, even do? Yeah. But everything on, like, Elseworld, it, they were always pretty, pretty decent, either artist or writer. Usually both. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like some some of the Elseworld stuff is really really good. Mm-hmm. And I don't know um, if you've read. I was recommending to Ronnie. Finally, I found something he had not read: the um, <laughs> <laughs> the Earth One graphic novels. I don't know if you've read any of those. Is that D. Mateus? <clears throat> no, no, no. They they just started coming out about a year or so ago. There's Superman Ooh. Earth One. Uh, there are three volumes of Superman, two volumes of Batman, two Teen Titans, and one Wonder Woman, and they are oh, all—they're yeah. all fantastic. I read the Superman. The Batman was really good. I remember that. Yeah, Jeff Johns is writing the Batman ones. Like Gary Frank did it. Yes, he Gary drawn? Frank. Yeah, yeah, Gary Frank did Earth uh, Batman. Yeah, Gary Frank is <coughs> phenomenal. I did enjoy Lemire's. Teen yeah, Titans. so good. I. And I I love uh, Zercher's art. Yeah. And I I love Morrison, but the Wonder Woman I just no that was uh, behind Wonder Woman was uh, Yannick Paquette. Oh yeah 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 I do like Paquette, and I just it, it just did not ring at all for me. Hmm. 
it made more sense once I read because I read that before reading the uh, Wonder Woman Perez omnibus. Okay. And then it totally made more sense. I, I definitely read those out of order. If um, if you haven't read the Superman ones, uh, J J Michael Straczynski wrote them, and they're so good. Yeah, Shane Davis oh, did the art on the first couple, and I, yeah, I forget who did Davis the I forget who did the third one. Oh, all right. But it it wasn't Shane Davis on on volume three, but. It, it was still really, really good. And so, are they all connected? Well, I mean, like the Superman ones. Volumes? Yeah, they kind of, they kind of go, they progress through them. But I mean, okay. Yeah. No, this looks good. Yeah, they're really I'm good. I'm gonna have to check that out. See, you like alt history. Come on. Me? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I do. Don't let you him just... fool you. You just don't like down the rabbit hole Morrison alt history. That you know what? Morrison is real hit or miss with me. Sure. <clears throat> that either either I love it or I just really don't want to be bothered with it. Which is why I was worried about the the Wonder Woman Earth 1 book cuz I didn't know how far he was going to take things, but it was pretty straightforward. Mhm. For sure. So. It was good. I just didn't connect up with the uh B-level characters. Right. Because they were never in uh, Azarello's run, and that was pretty much the only run I've ever read. Yeah, that was uh, the Wonder first... Woman proper. I'm trying to think. That was the first Wonder Woman run that I ever, like, really enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Yeah. And I'm such a big Rucka fan, but I've never read his run. It... And I'm a big uh, Phil Jimenez fan, never read his run. The this new Wonder Woman run, it's the same thing as Aquaman. It started real slow. Mm. But its it took longer than Aquaman did, but it's gotten pretty good. Okay. I'm, I'm really looking forward to all the rebirth. It just it doesn't sound like there's all that many misses. And even if they are misses, it sounds like conceptually I'm still going to enjoy reading it. See, that that's the thing. There are I don't think there are any just outright bad books. There are books that have had issues that I haven't liked, but you could still tell that it, it's done well, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then there are series that I know I will never enjoy. It doesn't matter who's writing it, who's drawing it. It's just it's characters and concepts I just will never get into, like Harley Quinn, for example. But, I mean, 80 billion people seem to love it, so, sure. (laughs) That doesn't mean it's good. It doesn't mean it's good, but, I mean, it means it's going to keep coming out forever. That's fine. Still doesn't mean it's good. True, true. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's like a couple hundred thousand Jets fans, and they're all kind of fools. And the Jets are terrible. (laughs) Listen, oh I'm a Jets fan. I know the Jets are terrible. I can say it because I'm a Bucks fan. The Bucks are terrible too. Not oh, not God. not Jets terrible, but they're just not good. I don't even want to go there. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should wrap this up. Yes, sir. Yeah. This has been the ultimate Marvel podcast, right? What? <laughs> this has been Hold the ultimate on. Marvel tangent. 
on it's Rebirth. All Star Rebirthically, okay? Oh, okay. This has been All Star Rebirthically. Thank you for joining us on this rabbit hole of an episode where we talk Civil War digital codes and time travel aging paradoxes. It's like the multiverse of podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you would like to tweet the show directly, uh, you could tweet the show at NL Rebirthically. I am at Aaron S. Bell. I was joined tonight by Martin, who you can tweet at, at Geekvine, and Nick, who you could tweet at, at Nick Wetmore, I think, right? You got it. Okay, there's no underscores, right? No. Perfect. Um, you can always email the show directly at rebirthically at gmail.com. And hopefully next week Ronnie is back from not working, I guess. He just no, messaged me. Guy. He's got to work two more hours. <laughs> I know oh, I saw yeah. that. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah.
Oh, that's getting oh, no. edited out. 